0: Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody Fitness and Nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step-by-step, like 21 Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work, and this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to beachbodyfree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.
1: Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $1,389 per month for 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5 22
2: Kevin, how was NXT tonight? I missed it. Was Tony D'Angelo there? Tony D'Angelo was there, and he, he actually did something you would have really enjoyed. He was talking about, like, he. there was a great shot of him. He took a crowbar, and he smashed Pete Dunne's hand with it. And he was what? like, yeah, he was like, I watch it with my family over and over again. It was awesome. I can't wait. I have to
3: see the Pete Dunne match. Don't spoil that. Now I feel like there wasn't a clean winner. Uh, Well,
2: I'm not going to spoil what happened, but... Let's just say uh, somebody got the hand smashed at the end of it all. So he says clicks. that
4: shit was funny as fuck.
2: That shit was funny as fuck. According to our good friend, our co- according to our good friend result was pretty funny. He is awesome though. I'm liking Tony D uh, right now. NXT's in a weird place for me as it always is. So, Cause Gino, you're here, right? Gino, say hello to the audience.
5: What
2: up, everybody? Wait, hold on. We didn't start yet, did we? I'm gonna start. Do You want to start? Oh, or yeah. No, wait. Start over now, then. I want to ruin it just so you have to start over. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I'm hive, ladies. You were just starting. That's just that's why when I jumped on your stream that one time, I said, "Did we start?" Because I just thought we started. I just I'm just goaded now. I just start. We start. It's so moving. weird being on this side of the. Did we start? That was a panicking
3: inducing moment.
2: Yeah, because we just went like I just I, I just started talking NXT. And I was like, "Gino's here, Kevin's here. Let's talk some wrestling." Because now someone who's like, even tonight, I had no interest in watching this NXT because Kevin, we've been watching wrestling together for years and years now. I don't know if it's adding three hour raw to my wrestling itinerary, but NXT felt like two more hours of raw. And that almost made me really sad because NXT used to have this special place in my heart. But I even watched like Roderick Strong and Carmelo Hayes have this promo segment where I thought, oh, no, Bruce and Vince wrote this whole thing and they better not go off script, but they both suck at it because you don't you don't follow NXT like Gino does, right? Well, Gino, listen to this guy. He bought
3: it. He thinks we're here to talk about NXT. Ladies, Gino and I heard hashtags and headlines, the latest one, and we heard you talking shit about The Matrix. This is not an action movie. When you see a bunch of Agent Smiths fighting Neo, that's not like a bunch of Agent Smiths fighting Neo. That's a virus... Trying to corrupt the file. Do you understand? And yeah, okay. this file is the anomaly, Neo. Okay.
2: Oh, okay. So this is a little smarter than I thought it was. So you so you and Ayako were in on this bit and just never told me that this isn't just dudes fighting and bullets and people dodging bullets. And remember, Trinity was like, I need to fly this helicopter, and they downloaded it to her brain. That's not what knows so- less
3: than you. She should be my Trinity, and she doesn't even know it. She needs to get on too. Gino, though, Gino and I have been in on it. Gino, this guy didn't know Files were
2: fighting. You don't even know what the Exiles are yet. No, and that's... See, I need to watch this movie because I I started it and then I kind of was like, this movie's probably really good. Just, I don't know what it was, cover art, I don't know. I started it and I thought, okay, this is going to be a good movie. And then at work, I'm hearing this people are disappointed with it and some people at work are like no it was great the fucking action dude you gotta check it out bro so it's it's all the conflicting things that i hear about most actions you know, both those people didn't get it if one guy <laughs> thinks bullet time was
3: cool he's as dumb as the writers in the first act wait till you see the first act gino remember the first act when the writers were going down the wrong rabbit hole Ladies, let's do a companion. Fire up your peacock. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to watch The Matrix right now. You are going to love this movie because you're going to know going in, it's deeper than some bullshit action comedy. And your friends didn't know that. You're friends with normal people, right? Like people with jobs, like normies.
2: Yeah. People that just kind of like like how I just was. When When I hear the term or the movie, The Matrix, all I think of is neo flying i think of bus chases i think of of gunshots i think of dodging bullets like all of it is just this insane action movie that oh hold on hold on to your butts like that's all i think i'm not one of these movie watchers that are like no 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 behind because even that what what Geezy just said like ignore all the action look at the story i'm like i Don't even know what the story is. You gotta think of it like that computer I gave you. That wouldn't work, then it would. We had to fuck with it. The Matrix
3: is like a breaking down computer. It always needs its firmware updates. And that's what the anomaly is. That's what Neo is. Gino, correct me if I'm wrong.
5: I believe you're right, and there's anomalies, but again, Neo is the anomaly of all anomalies. He is right, right. So one. let me he clarify eight eight that.
3: You're already going off base here. I mean, you're going you're not off base. You're right, but you're going too far. So, ladies, there's more than one anomaly. You don't need <laughs> to know that yet. Uh, when after it reboots, another anomaly ends up being in the new matrix. The reboot improves the matrix. That cat's part of the reboot, isn't it, Gino?
5: I believe Dave Shavu is, yes.
3: And Gino, when it, I mean, in Vlade's, when it rains in the Matrix, that's not rain, you fucking retard. <laughs> that rain is the Matrix uh, changing. So, like, when Neo and a- Anderson, miss, no, Anderson is Neo. Oh, my God, he's the one. When Neo fights Smith in the rain, Smith is has, he had already taken over the whole Matrix by that final battle. So, he is every person. That's why he's watching. He's like, the he, he might have taken over the Architect, Gino. I watched a video on that. But Bleedies isn't ready for that. We're gonna talk about about the architect next, then the analyst. Sorry, Bleedies. Guess what color the analyst glasses are, Bleedies? Bright blue. You're gonna know he's a bad guy. They reinforced that blue sucks. This movie was awesome. So Bleedies, when Smith was fighting Neo, that fucking rain is Smith uh, modifying the Matrix's code. But like, so like inside your computer when it's broken. There's fucking battles going on, dude. And like bullet time and slow motion and the people have guns, but they're just programs trying to survive a crash, you know? Well, and I, all this might be happening in a split, in a split second, these full
2: movies, because it's in computer time. Well, I remember being too, like watching where they talk about so-and-so's a program or this is this. And again, as a kid, went over the head. As an adult, went over the head. I'm just waiting for more punches. I'm waiting for more blocking of the punches. I'm waiting for Neo to look at his hand and stopping all the punches with his arm. Like, how come all that action stuff has to be in there if that wasn't just to distract me from, yes, computers are broken. There's files fighting. Like, all of this sounds so incredible, I, I didn't get the first three then. Maybe the were, the were two and three any good? I remember hating that. No. I saw those at midnight. They
3: sucked. I, I, I saw them both like the second they came out at 12.01. But they <laughs> sucked. And I'm not high, Geezy. I'm trying to tell you about The Matrix. <laughs> I sound high when I talk about The Matrix. Ladies, I used the bong for the first time in two years a few minutes <laughs> ago. I'm super high. It worked. But I, that's why I'm getting confused. And Gino, guide me. I might – because I have my own theories, ladies. I mean, this is a type of movie – where shit's set in stone, but there's some open-ended questions. That's why we need a new one. When Smith fights Neo in the next one, Gino, how fucked up is this going to be? Neo was, I mean, Smith, this is confusing stuff, ladies. Gino, <laughs> Smith was more powerful than the Analyst, And now Neo and Trinity are as powerful as that. And they're about to collide in this matrix. What's that going to look like, Gino?
5: That's it. We don't know what it's going to look like, but again, here's the thing. I feel that Smith is trying to use Neo. That's my prediction. Again, Smith is, again, outsmarting both of them. He's still playing this whole thing out. And knew no that once he was activated by that gun, he's ready.
3: No, He didn't say nothing new, Vledius. This guy's as simple as your coworkers. No shit. He's... Smith's the bad guy, Vledius, is Ollie just told us. And you knew that. So Smith is still <laughs> a bad guy. And Vleetis, you don't have to rewatch the other two before the new one. I I maybe rewatch the first one though if you liked it, kinda get because these things I'm telling you are gonna make that movie. It's giving it a context, you're gonna understand that the Merovingian Gino, is he in the first one?
5: I believe he's in the first, yes.
3: The Merovingian's a fucking program, Vleetis. He's an exiled program. Now Vleetis, the architect, you asked about him. So this architect motherfucker. <laughs> He ran that matrix over there, that one that was way back in that movie we watched, right? And the approach then was basically trying to find a balance. Well, first they had a paradise matrix and Geezy knows about this. He saw the Animatrix episode on that. And the paradise matrix, the theory the architect had with that and the architect's a program to design the matrix. And uh, so the paradise matrix was, make all these human slaves happy, give them all their fantasies and it's gonna be great. We'll just use them, we'll suck them dry, right? But the people rejected it because they didn't believe in, like, a perfect world. Like, something about the self-conscious said, this isn't real. What the fuck? Vanilla Sky? Remember that movie, Gino? Please don't, oh, I'm going to teach you about that later. This That's even more complex. That is also like Star Wars, which is what you and Gizzi were talking about. So, Vlity, wait, what was I just talking about, Vlity's? I lost my train of thought. No, well, no, I was
2: wondering about this architect.
3: Yeah, okay all right this fucking architect motherfucker made a paradise fucking matrix bro and that shit crashed right so then he made a new system that's when we're now we're in matrix one neo's like what the sixth anomaly gino trying to make it complicated here neo's the anomaly we meet this new system is like it's like a balance of like good and bad so it's not all good we're trying to trick you with some bad and uh there's a a, gino what is the anomaly how does that come up
5: I forget how the anomaly really comes oh. from. I think that's in. Was that? <laughs> that was in the first one still yet. Yeah, anomaly- I got to rewatch
3: yeah. Matrix Explained. No. So the anomaly is Neo, the one, and he's the firmware update, and he's supposed to go to the source and reboot and all this shit, right? But like something about Trinity in him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's what went in those movies, please. Jesus Christ, this is deep stuff. So then in those, there's the Oracle, please. All right. This big black lady. This girl. We don't know whose side she's on, but she ended up making Neo eat a cookie in her kitchen, right? right? That's after you found out there was no spoon. That's the scene you and your friends talk about. Me and Gino talk about the cookie scene right after, right? So Neo eats this cookie, and it changes his code, and she draws him to Trinity. And basically, almost, and, uh, there's a point where Smith goes into Neo. See, this is like all these characters. We can't have a convention, geezy. He said there's not enough characters to have a Star Wars convention for Matrix. Sorry, ladies. I smoked too much. So when here, this is important, listen, when agent Smith went, uh, uh, when Neo went in agent Smith at the end of the first one and blew him up, some of the anomaly code wrote off on agent Smith. That's how he becomes a virus himself. And he becomes connected with Neo now. And that's remember that in that same respect, Neo had to bring Trinity back to life. Once he had to reach into her chest in the matrix and Restart Her Heart, when he did that, some of the anomaly rubbed off on her. So that anomaly rubbing off with the cookie change in his code, oh, this anomaly is the anomaly of all anomalies. This thing doesn't care about everyone. It only cares about Trinity, right? All the other anomalies wanted to save the world. That's why they rebooted, for the sake of everyone. Neo rejected that because he wanted only Trinity. Anytime Trinity's face came up, he'd go, Trinity, you'd like look up at like It's the most important thing to him, right? So uh, that's the first three movies. Why'd we bring this up, Gino?
5: Just to get... Oh, yeah, for the see- new
3: one, Vleetis. <laughs> now, the architect, that was his system. The new one has an analyst, Vleetis. And uh, this is not a spoiler, Geezy. I don't know why you thought it was. The analyst is Neil Patrick Harris in blue glasses, right? And this analyst has a whole different matrix he made up. He is more in touch with human psychology and emotion. He's less machine, but still a program. And this motherfucker makes your matrix hell, ladies. Oh. And that's what the people you, uh, your friends didn't get. So the push notifications, the stolen elections, controlling your life. they it, This is now they're targeting your mind because they know your mind creates your world, right? So what they did to Neo in this new one. Now we're going to start spoiling shit, Gino. I only have 15 minutes left in my monologue, Geezy. Settle down. <laughs> so then in this new one. I'm on page four. Hang on. In this new one, believe Fucking uh, Neo. They gave him this new, like, Matrix world that tortures him. So he's depressed all the time. He's sitting in the bathtub with a duck on his head, not floating in the water. He doesn't even take showers, he's so sad. This guy is wandering around listening to White Rabbit, depressed. And Gino, that, that Morpheus he made in his modal, that Morpheus has the same exact locations and routines as depressed Neo. We'll, t- we'll tell you about that one day, That You don't get that part. So anyways, this, what they did to this new Neo, Bleedies. They made his new world like he had made a game called The Matrix and all of his real realities and histories. Uh, now he doesn't know if they were real. They're, they're like this made up thing. You know how like they make movies to fuck with us, fleeties? these China movies. It's all like propaganda to fuck with us. It's all the same messages. It's the elite. Fleeties. Get in your dome piece and we got to break free with
2: love. we got to find our trinity. Now, do you get it? Well, I I can't wait to see this fucking movie. And I think that's probably what I was missing from people at work, where it was probably a lot of people like me were like, dude, fucking fighting scenes, awesome. Like, that's what, when I hear Matrix, that's what I'm thinking. You're on this other level. And blame it on the bong, blame it on whatever. Like, I've never been more excited to watch a movie. And I think I went into it the first five minutes that I've seen. I I went into that five minutes like, this is already really good. And I think a lot of people were going, pfft. Just another reboot these guys they'll try and make money off of anything they can i need to see this movie like you're the best commercial for it too because even the trailers they looked awesome but there was no urgency for me to see this movie much like a, a lot of other mo- i still haven't seen fast nine because i didn't hear it was this deep what a great point Geezy. i completely missed a key part of the analyst he's a, his therapist fleeties oh the shit. analyst
3: has Face-to-face talks with him all the time. And the, by the way, when you hear his therapy, you'll be like, that's what I hear from a therapist if I went. It's real advice. It's real therapeutic shit in a textbook that we're told to make us feel better. But it's just reinforcing the blue pill. That This movie is fucked. And by the way, when you see the fights, you see fights. I'm looking at it like Trinity's touching Neo so he can block more bullets than usual. That is why he's blocking the helicopter bullets and the helicopter missiles it's the power of love here her hands on his back and like i'm seeing like okay that's exactly what happens when i get a trojan horse this fucking agent smith got in the back door and i was corrupting my files and you might have to rewatch the the other what was i said earlier the second and third ones are amazing ladies agent smith he starts putting his hand into other people's chests and corrupting their file and he and Keep in mind, Bleedies, these people in the Matrix are hooked up to pods. I forgot to tell you that. Yes. And the, the, the machines are sucking energy out of them. And now their minds are getting corrupted by a fucking
2: virus, Agent Smith. That makes it even scarier. No, this whole mo- like the whole aspect of that first one with the thing on the back of your head and getting plugged in, all of it is very intimidating at least. But even thinking of that second one where they were in that world with Jada Pinkett Smith with the black guy that you guys remember the name of that I will never remember the name of, the Dreadlock guy. And then one of those called the Reavers? They were coming to tear shit up, or the Sentinels. Like, all that stuff, I still am very unsure how that all plays into everything. So I do need to go back and maybe rewatch all of it. But I'm going to watch this fourth one first. There's no way I can go back and watch two and three before I watch four. There was a time when I could even tell you how Neo
3: used powers in the real world. Like, a few weeks ago, I watched a video about that, and I was like, "That makes sense. That's why Neo in the real world used his hand powers to stop the Sentinels." I think, Gino, I bet you could explain that. But that's even too deep for Bleedies. Uh, Bleedies. No, uh, by the way, respect Cerizo. I in the chat, of course. You saw me being a virus, being an Agent Smith. <laughs> I tried to tell. I talked Ceriso out of turn. I told him he didn't get the Matrix. Of
2: course, he does. He just didn't like it. He has a difference in opinion. But he goes, and that's that's what I'm curious about because when I hear people say. Like, it was, this was my Star Wars. That blows my mind. Like, I just have never heard anyone say that out loud or even compare it to that. Because I looked at those as a trilogy. As number one was awesome, and then they just wanted to make some more money. It wasn't like they had a trilogy in mind when they had started. This one, there's been several years. What, has it been a decade? If anything, these guys have been like, okay, we are these, these ladies or whatever they are now. Like, have been, okay, if we're ever going to do it, we need to put a lot of time into it. And this has give, been given the most time out of all of these matrix movies so I'm, I you could put it up there with these other films. I am so shocked that I, I like it I didn't know I liked it
3: this much because like as when it won an MTV movie Award for Best Film I'm like what <laughs> I hadn't seen it I was like 1998 or something I'd never seen it and I'm asked my brother is this like a good movie because I took these M- MTV movie Awards seriously I'm like what is this movie? I think it might have been nominated for an Oscar too and that kind of blew my mind. I don't, Gino. You can look that up for us. He's our data collector. He's autistic, ladies. He's also like a program. Gino, you're the worst program ever. They gave you the fucking dystopian matrix. The analyst has got hands-on experience with you, huh? He knows what makes your life suck.
5: It's amazing. The analyst may know what makes life suck, but again, what they do, what the analyst does, is also keep ahead of you what you desire, what you need most, so they can control.
3: So we kept Trinity within arm's reach, Gino. God, this is subdued. So the here's the, like, all that complex stuff is fine, but the best part is the simple themes you're going to pick up right away. Love, ladies, Love winning. When you see the entire world, a spoiler, the entire world at one point chasing Neo and Trinity on their motorcycle, you're going to see an action scene, maybe. I saw Love trying to be squashed by the fucking... China, Chinese democracy, people's there were people jumping out of skyscrapers. Vlities, now, Lockheed Black says Gino
4: needs to watch a real movie. He needs to watch Draft Day.
3: And Vl- Gino, I mean, in Vleedies, you know, love always wins. Oh, it's so such powerful messages. But also they try to you brought up Tranny Wachowski, you know, Tranny Wachowski <laughs> does try to take shots at marriage and it was enraging at first, but. By the end of the movie, I was like, yeah, fuck marriage. You know, she is so right, dude. Love is better than marriage. So
2: uh, in the end, I think the message was still okay, But there's a little anti-marriage in there. Oh sure, they're gonna throw it in there, they have to. They gotta They gotta buck the, society, the, the societal norms at some point need to be shaken up by this. So, and and look, I understand, they're coming from a different place now. They used to be uh, dudes making kick-ass action movies. So maybe that has changed and maybe losing the genitals has really changed up their, their own version of their matrix. I can't wait to see it. These aren't new themes. These are not
3: new storylines. This matrix was made, but when there were guys. They were always deep like this, and I'm I'm gonna find the tranny and me. Is that what this movie's supposed to make? Maybe me do?
2: maybe you're gonna get so deep and you're gonna go. No, they were right. We don't need dicks and balls. Did you know Terminator Two is good, and that's also not an action movie? I love Terminator Two. I've always loved Terminator Two. There are there is action in it, but it does go deeper. And even today, it's constantly referenced by everybody who's obsessed with their machines and what is man. What's the biggest threat to man has always and and is still man. It's still man. Dakota, you're
3: gonna love him. He's gonna watch the Matrix. You can even start with the new one. I am so confident. And here's the crazy thing about the movie bleedies: this new Matrix movie, it almost like taunts you to hate it. The first scene, people who know Matrix are gonna be like, "How is that happening? This doesn't make sense. This, they ruined it." But it's explained later. That's not the Matrix right there. That's a modal that was made by Neo. So like, there's a, and they there's a new Morpheus, and that's annoying until they explain it. So there's stuff to annoy fans. And then there's also stuff that's annoying if you're not a fan. Because like, yeah, why are those bullets not hitting them? Like, there's parts where people should be shot and they're not. But that is also a neo's modal. But so it's weird. It's like they wanted everyone to turn it off in 15 minutes. Then it got amazing.
2: Weird because, like I said, like the maybe maybe that's what the Kai was saying. At the start of the this is my this is my Star Wars. And you're ruining it. Because for me, just from what I've seen, it starts the way I would expect it to start. And that's very brief. Me watching it, but. I, I this is 2021. The movie isn't going to be a shot. For, it's not going to be Cowboy Bebop, Kevin. We're not just going to do a shot-for-shot shot remake, and everybody's going to be happy. Like, no, we're going to tweak it. We're going to try and modernize it. And I and I think it's okay if it's a little different. Ladies, Nathan says he'll never watch it. Nathan, did you watch NXT? Did you see
3: Jordan Love? What's his name, ladies? Who's the new gangster in the shiny unbuttoned
2: shirt, shirtless underneath? I bet you he started off NXT. He did. You did watch NXT. Nobody would know that unless they watched it because, yeah, Grayson Waller was out there uh, cutting a promo. And this is frustrating. I'm glad uh, Gino is here because they did it again. They put a graphic up of AJ Styles, a wrestler, and they have him wearing – he's shirtless wearing an elbow pad. And they say, next week, AJ Styles confronts Grayson Waller. It's like, wait – Why are you doing this again? Why don't you just have a match? Like, why do we have to confront each other? Can't we just do matches? Why are you put a picture of him up wearing a jacket? Why does he? It's so deceiving to throw it up there, like, oh no, he's gonna wrestle. Like, why keep teasing us with this?
5: Because this is what Davey is known to do, just to get bait and switch. Like I said yesterday, because we were gonna get Baba Tunde in a match, and then we don't. We get Bane switched all the times. We're like, we're going to get this confrontation. We've had two of them. We need a third one to set up for this match. That's what we got. We got a third.
2: But but it's the complete opposite of Monday Night Raw. So you say we get this all the time. Monday Night Raw is, hey, these guys argued last week. Now they're having a match. Like Austin Theories and Finn Balor could have built for weeks until WrestleMania. And we just were one and done. And that's what it looked like for this was just immediately – like, oh, let's, they're going to fight. I'm ready. We can fight, Kevin. And they're just going to have another confrontation? Like, why keep why keep doing it? Like, this is the rivalry that if you're going to have a New Year's Evil, you're going to spend the time for AJ to even show up. Just have them have a match. Why are we doing another segment where there's probably going to be people shoving each other? What, is Amos going to attack? Is, is that what this is all for, is just so Amos can attack AJ on on a yellow show?
5: That may be the case again, because we do know it's all leading up to Omos and AJ. AJ's going to lose to Omos, AJ's going to lose to Grayson. So again, we're just going to see where and how it all goes, because all we hope for is that this just quickly leads us to WrestleMania Edge versus AJ.
2: I don't, th- you think AJ's going to lose to Grayson Waller? Grayson Waller has won like, what, three matches so far? Is not going to beat AJ Styles.
5: That would make him into a big megastar like they want to. They think that he's going to be a big megastar like he calls himself.
2: But you could do that without sacrificing AJ immediately. You can have him lose to AJ and say, I took AJ to the limit, but I lost to one of the greatest wrestling superstars of all time. And then he gets into a program with Kushida and beats him, like somebody a little more believable. AJ's a main guy. Losing to Grayson Waller on The Colorful Show doesn't make... AJ formidable for Edge at WrestleMania. We got Edge dropping black blood on people, Gino. We need to get ready for big time matches. So AJ, please, please stop trying to take money out of people's
3: pockets. This fucking AJ Styles is making that <laughs> heel white money. That white heel money. That Kevin Owens three million money. These white guys show up, they act like dickheads, they get beat for India. They get beat for Australia. People across the world point and laugh at us
2: as we tour America with this show. Well, and look, Grayson is an Australian feller, but there's still room for these for these uh, cis-blooded. Don't,
3: don't give me that, please. These Aussies are jumping the line. And yeah. tell me there aren't American whites that can wrestle and why we have the class of 2018's Australia still, like, kicking. We got, like, 12 guys in three months, and they're, they're all from there. they are skipping the greats. We're letting Adam Cole go. Yeah. CM Punk, yeah. no Fox. Don't give us the money. We don't want them. We have Dewdrop. We have Tony Storm. We have Grayson Waller. We have. There's another one. There's a bunch of these Aussies on this show. And I feel like it's a spit in our face as white Americans that actually grew up watching it. We didn't just figure out it existed five years ago. They want people who didn't know what it was as kids. And you can tell that's what the Next in Line program is. That's what globally yeah. local
2: is. And when that guy in India starts his platform, they're going to try to shut him down. There definitely is a quota that everybody's trying that they're trying to get now. Yeah, they have to have a certain number of Australians because we didn't have Australians. And you always hear the story of, I think, uh, Jonah on uh, my cousin's show. He was talking about, you know, I, when I was growing up, there were no Australians in the WWE. And like, it just everybody has this mindset. Split
4: master Sexy says these Sky Sports askubas
2: the ask but even so with with jonah it was the same thing where like oh well there was never australians and you know in the main event so i never thought i could be there everybody finds their label and sticks to it and that might be the most frustrating thing with like this victim culture that everybody lives in where like oh well if i don't see if i don't see any chinese dudes in the main event i guess i'll never be in the main event yeah i guess my life is useless that's so annoying because the (laughs) battlefield developers when that girl
3: was in battle on the cover of whichever game, I stopped playing that. the one before that. The new one's great, ladies. But but the developer at that time, the guy that like pitched the women was like, I just didn't... I, I, my little girl couldn't... I think I told you this on <laughs> My little girl couldn't play as... Couldn't be in the game. It's like, your little girl doesn't want to be in war, I hope. I don't know why that you're pitching this. And it's all for government grants in the end. You can't be a part of the mainstream without it. It's clear. It's the agenda. It's a Chinese democracy and we all got banned off Twitter. If we didn't follow it, imagine what happens to a company that puts a white guy on the cover of their game.
2: Now it doesn't exist. We don't know. Well, and even the more we try it, like I was talking to some of my coworkers of color the other day and their favorite Christmas movie. She said it was the Santa Claus. And, you know, I'm I'm sitting here, look, like, there's all these movies that have come out where it is like, oh, This Christmas with Chris Brown, and Tyler Perry's got Christmas movies. Like, they're trying to do these, hey, we're making Christmas movies for black people. But then I just feel like everyday normal people see a good movie, and they see a good movie. They don't look at it and go, gosh, Santa Claus was great. I wish Santa Claus was black. I wish the kid was black, and I wish the family was biracial as well. Like, that. it seems like that's their vision is, well... I'm, I can never be anything unless I see it, and that's 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 further from the truth. We should be making movies and art just based on we're all human beings at the center of it all. We should never look at oh well, I'm different than that guy, so I'll never be able to do it. And WWE seems to be the only company right now that is so focused on we need to be the most diverse we've ever been. Because- well, there's a
3: success story for everyone. Yeah, right? it's
2: what America has always been.
3: What does Eddie Murphy never exist? Like we've you can go back decades. There's six Sammy. Davis Jr. I mean, I'm going long do we, we can go back into the beginning of time, ladies so of America's time. Well, man, you know, when it was great and all that. <laughs> me, I pre-ordered Far Cry Six like eight months before it came out. Then I, because I saw that uh, videos of it was all girl as the main character, and I didn't see anywhere that said you could be a guy. And I'm like, what the fuck? All the game descriptions had the girl's name, so I canceled it within like 30 minutes once I saw all that. I found out like a year later or whenever it came out, a few months after. That uh, from Trash Gamer, I can create a guy. So I don't <laughs> know if they added that later, because now it says in the description, you can be a male version. So I, uh, it's not just me. I'm not hateful. I just don't want to be fucking Laura Croft in every game. Uh, it was fine in Tomb Raider. It was unique and different. Now I'm a girl action star all the time, and I don't want to be anymore.
2: Sure, and I think that look, most video like video games are played by dudes. I I don't care how many State Farm commercials are trying to convince me that women are playing all the video games now. Like it still is a predominantly male like segmented audience so every video like a battlefield what's the point why why is that so important to make sure we got a female character in this thing that's that's a badass cuz that's the other thing you can't have like a cortana like in halo well she doesn't really do any combat it's like does she have to she's a very integral character why is it so important to get her to get an assault rifle in her hand for everybody can't we just have her be a main character as a female like no it's not good enough like no by the time we're done it's gonna be there's gonna be 19 characters and you have to control them all at once just to fill the diversity quota and we always had power buffy the vampire slayer what a powerful yeah. woman ladies! and is it interesting
3: we have to give these girls superpowers to make them feel strong the fuck! <laughs> watch the movie monster which are charlie's theron and feel powerful be a mother there's nothing more powerful than creating life making some food for it learning how to make meatballs right not getting two for five chickens at single price each. Four something each when it's two for five. Not leaving pizzas on the car. Like, if you're a good mother of ladies, that's, just, that's better than a superhero. I know a girl. She had a real baby. She carried it to term. And then she became the UFC fucking champ. And she's the champ right now. Juliana Pena. And we had to hear all about Amanda Nunes' dyke baby that she had, like, grown in a farm somewhere. She didn't even raise it. And now she's carrying this black kid around like she's some mom. And we celebrated it because of the diversity quota, because it's a black kid and that Brazilian mom and then the dyke white girl that we never look at, the fat chubby uh, wife. But we had a real Juliana Pena do it as a real mother. We don't celebrate families anymore, bleedies. They've been destroyed. And they just keep, that's what the gay shit is. We're the, we, when did they start destroying the nuclear family? This is like the eighth step is this gay shit getting injected in our military. Our men all talk like this. And now Christmas, Santa's kissing our dad and shit.
2: Well, and even thinking, yeah, when did it start as far as nuclear? I remember, I mean, you look at Modern Family. They had the gay couple adopting the child. Even further back than that, there's always been kind of a, let's throw it in there where dudes are raising a, a child or even two females are raising a child, and let's just get it in there and get people used to it. Why can't we ever have two Genos raise a child? A couple of fat <laughs> dudes in
3: wheelchairs rolling around with bottles in their hand. Imagine rocking the baby in your wheelchair, Gino.
5: And it's not a wheelchair and it's just a nice chair that I have for this <laughs> specific part of the area. I have another chair that it's not with wheels. That I, enjoy. you know, my chair
3: doesn't have handles on the back, okay? Yeah, I, 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 we don't see the wheels, but we see the handles,
2: okay? And Gina, how far away are you from the mic when we like go to you? Because that's always something that people have it asked me. It changes
5: sometimes, it depends. Like, I'm trying to make sure I'm controlling so I'm not having like the whole breathing situation. I'm trying to figure out like the settings and how I can well, breathe. Do better
2: <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask. Like, what are these breathing settings that you have? Because, like, yeah, there are times where I
4: says just take Geno's little hand.
2: I just have to move over a little bit or something if I have a big breath. But yes, it does seem like your mic is incredibly sensitive. What's happening in this room?
5: It's just a very sparse. Parts
4: made in Japan says breath down my neck, Geno.
3: Ooh. Gino, that is a dynamic mic. You need to have your mouth touching it like mine when you talk to it. If you're any way away from it, it's picking up more room than you. It's trying to pick up what's right in front of it. So like but by room I mean it's picking up nothing. Now Lock High
4: Black says Draith Gino have your tried not breathing.
3: Also, Vleedis, did you right click him
2: and put him on 200 yet? This fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely on like 175. And sometimes – he, because that's the other thing is sometimes he'll come in and he's like, hey, Kevin, how are you? And then there's other times where he is back here just kind of like, yeah, well, my mic's over here. I don't want to be too close to it because I don't want you to hear me breathe. But, yes, we're doing a – we're like this is a discussion that's being recorded. I'm going to be in my car tomorrow, and I'm going to constantly hear Gino being too far away, too close. I'm going to hear a little – a couple of these. And, yeah, it's just fascinating, Gino. We've been doing this for weeks now.
5: Yeah, but here's the other thing. We don't always cut right to me. So, again, when I know I'm coming right to that's good. Because, again, yeah, it's just I know the meaning. When, when you
3: talk, move your fucking head at the mic. <laughs> you When you talk with that away, move forward when you talk. It's not on us. And none of it's Bleedies' fault. Or okay? just be
2: in it. Like, well, I have to throw to you for you to be ready. Just be ready. Why can't you just you be ready? i fog
3: Bleedies, and I guarantee you
2: my mouth will be over here. If you go to
3: me, I'll spit that shit out. I'll move my head back, I promise. <laughs>
2: That's, that's what I mean Gino. It's like yeah. I didn't know that we were this is like pitching where you're in the bullpen and I got to like call down there and go yeah yeah I'm about to throw to him can you just get him up and tell him to get loose and then you're up there getting the mic ready like okay let's warm this arm up a little bit and then it's like Gino what'd you think of NXT? Oh it was great Ryan like that's all I was expecting Gino but either way you did watch this show tonight Gino what'd you think of Carmelo Hayes and Roddy Strong? I'm going to start calling you
3: Gino the Bull, Gino. Me and Reza watch Sammy the Bull Gravano's YouTube channel. We want you to roll your wheelchair in front of a fireplace, hang some mafia pictures on the wall, and
5: tell us about that time you hit the guy in New Jersey. Listen, I have never hit anybody that you've ever seen, so you don't have to worry about being hit. So, again, what I got to tell you right now, though, is Carmelo uh-huh. Hayes, future star right there, just like Grayson Moore, two future stars. We're already Strong. He's already out the door. He's leaving. He's gone. He's going to AEW. Non-factor right there. He's a loser right now because we got Michael Bivens. We got Malcolm Bivens, a future <laughs> Hall of Famer right there as a manager of this great group. We got Diamond Mine. That's what we got to focus on. Who cares about Roddy? He's out the door. We got Carmelo Hayes, oh, future buzz, probably WB United States champion. We got a That's mandate we
2: from Cassidy. Thank you so much, Cassidy. Much appreciated. Gino, the promo was terrible, though, for, for both guys. Trick Williams was okay, but hearing t- uh, Carmelo trying to get me to, uh, excited for this match, I thought he was the A champion. Roderick Strong is clearly doesn't give a fuck. Oh, my gosh. Like I can't believe he showed up. Just let the other guy talk. It was an unbelievably like sloppy. I could tell it was scripted, but th- it sounded better in the script, like Malcolm Bivens trying to translate whatever Trick was saying. And then uh, Wade Barrett going, I don't know what is going on here. Like, oh gosh, this whole thing was so—it was the most Miz tv I've ever seen Four on NXT. Just as bright and just as talented. As white kids. Thank you, ricardo And all I could think is, like, oh no, NXT is just more raw.
5: Listen, they're setting people up to be on raw. That's what I realized. This is not NXT like we used to have. This is. These are the future stars of Raw and SmackDown.
2: But do you but do you like this? Because you don't like Raw. Like I've I've learned that from talking to you. You don't even finish Raw. You go, I know it's predictable. I'm not gonna watch it. Like this shit's predictable too, but you're still watching this. You're still fans of these people. Like I just heard you go, Michael Bivens, Malcolm Bivens. Like you made sure to correct yourself, even though none of us gave a fuck. So you like you like this more than Raw. You defend it more than Raw. But isn't it just Raw?
5: It's not entirely just Rob, because here's the thing. We do have people like Malcolm Bivens, who I think is probably one of the best managers we have right now, because Paul Heyman is not a manager. He's an advocate. It's a different. Oh, my gosh. Team. Nobody cares. We do care. Malcolm Bivens is probably the best Don't say we. we. Don't say
2: there. you and all the squared circle people. They don't count here. Talking talk about me, talking about Spliff do Cassidy. We don't, like, they're all managers. If they're not wrestling, they're managers.
5: Okay, in your terminology, you could say a that Malcolm Bivens is the second best manager we have right now. Is Malcolm Bivens, the seven-foot giant that he is. We got Malcolm Bivens, future on, talent, future Hall buzz, of Fame. What do you mean, seven-foot giant? Malcolm Bivens is like 4'8". He calls himself the giant. He's just like Macy. He's the tall man. That's the joke. You're again, the tall man. Loves, look at social media; his, he works well on social media because, that's what a manager's about: social media, what? social presence.
2: <laughs> Are you to Kevin? A... Is this for real? Is Captain Lou Albano known for his social media? Like the greatest managers in history? I have to yes. follow. This is the other thing, Gino. Kevin and I aren't like we watch the shows. We're not like I don't have time to watch the YouTubes and watch the the tweets. Like Kevin, when do you what is this? A good manager's got to be on social media. Am I hearing that right? I... It's such a good modernization of it that I never thought
3: of. Like, it's almost like opened my mind because, yeah, a manager was supposed to have kayfabe duties. Although I think Gino means that for real. In 2021, that like kayfabe is real on social media. So yeah, they're gonna run that Twitter account. No, well, I'm just happy we don't have like, uh, Caitlyn WWE on Facebook. And remember all those and all like they all their accounts used to just have like, check out this amazing moment. And it was like, obviously not them. I'm glad we're trying to blend them together. But Gino's right. The manager needs to be handling everything. We got travel is out the door. We're in the Thunderdome. We have a quarantine. Now this manager has to make sure the tweets are out when they're out. They have to have HootSuite installed,
2: bleedies. They have to be able to get the tweet on every platform. No, that would be great. I'd love it if Malcolm would walk us through that in a back, like on a YouTube video of his own on his blog channel. I did notice Sasha Banks was uh, – on her Instagram story was talking about WWE live holiday tour. Like she was kind of doing me obligatory. Hey, just post this please. We need, we need all the wrestlers to post this. So yes, you know, I saw Malcolm Bivens. I did. I was not entertained by him tonight. I'm not big in this diamond mine. You and Nathan love these guys. It felt like when it started, it was going to be like an MMA gym. And now it's like a bunch of like zilches with no personality.
5: What happened? Well, again, what first happened is they got rid of Marina Shafir, who was going to be in there with Roddy. We now have this new chick, Ivana, who's okay. We, again, we're going to have Tyler Rust, who then they just released as well for no reason. And so now we have Creed Brothers, because they want a tag team and do nothing with them. No reason. I've never team, heard nothing. of
2: them, and I watch every fucking wrestling show twice. <laughs> yeah for no reason I and look they didn't release him they freed him Gino you need to pick which one is it are these guys now, getting Lock, released? Black
4: says Marina sucks Ivy is the best
2: I like Marina Shafir and Ivy Nile and I both think that the I think that the diamond mine sucks so yes I, I agree with everyone but I agree Tyler Rust uh like I saw him he was there absolutely. But it wasn't like he was gonna set the roof on fire in NXT. If you are talking budget cuts, that was a good place to start. He looked like he looked like a worse version of Stevie Richards.
5: And that's your opinion. And he then went to ROH. Since again, you are considered as freedom. He did get that freedom to go to ROH and be there near the end of ROH's run until. That's the thing, and- you know.
3: You saw Matrix. Was it freedom? Was it choice? Was it free will, ladies? When you watch Matrix resurrections, this movie's gonna test what you think a choice is there's so many situations where morpheus 2 has to point out ah not much of a choice or a different character you know and i don't want to spoil them you'll you'll experience it when you see it is his name morpheus 2 is that what they call him though no, he's. Oh. What, I think he's just Morpheus. He has a little he Neo in him
2: and a little Smith in him. I know that sounds crazy, but it's all going to be explained in due time. That would have been an awesome name for him, though, just Morpheus 2. Because that would have also played into like the software aspect of it. It was Morpheus 2. He's got an update. Don't worry about him. NXT 2.0, Morpheus 2.0. Like All of these things could be tied in together. And yes, Diamond Mine sucks, Gino. I know that you and like Nathan loves Diamond Mine. He loves Ivy Nile. I watch this stuff waiting for the good parts, and your favorite part is Tyler Russ, like they got released for no reason.
5: And you like these Creed Brothers, right? The Creed Brothers, I feel, are a really good tag team. They're one of the few good tag teams we still got now in NXT.
2: Whoa, what do you mean? Who's not a good team in NXT?
5: Jacket type.
2: Yeah, I don't like Jacket Time. First of all, awesome name. They need to make more masturbatory references, though. Like that's what's frustrating. Is this clearly a reference to jerking off? Bruce is probably laughing so hard that there's a team of two Japanese dudes called Jacket Time. I think I'm turning Japanese. I really think so. Like all of these crazy. This is my Matrix, okay? Because that song's about jerking off. Gina, did you know this?
5: Yes, I did. I've
2: got your picture, and I'm turning Japanese. It's incredible. Jacket Time is a great name for a tag team. And they're not, they are not—they don't bring that up ever, but they're still a good team. It's still Kushida and Ikeminjiro, two of the greatest
5: wrestlers in in Japanese history. You hate Ikeminjiro, though. Ikeminjiro is not as much of a huge star as Kushida is. Kushida is a huge star being a, an amazing junior heavyweight in New Japan. Yeah. I don't know much about Ikeminjiro. But he's good in the ring? You don't think he's good in the ring? You hate him? I think he is good. He's a better singles guy in the tag team. But then, be why are you bringing up
2: New Japan shit? I'm asking you, is he a good wrestler? And you're saying no, he's not. A, didn't win the didn't win the cruiserweight no, you
5: were belt. This of Japanese like icons. I'm mean, like, no, Street is more. Like I didn't Atlanta. say he
2: Japanese is. icons. I just said good Japanese wrestlers. What, what is this? I gotta specify. Sting was a great NWA champion.
5: That's true, he was. But again, Ichimendiro probably he is good single star. He shouldn't be in a tag team. You need more singles talent to actually care about this cruiserweight title which that's they're getting gonna, rid of by evolve. the way
2: they're getting rid of the cruiserweight yeah. title next week which i just learned yeah. tonight god like and i and i knew this was coming i think we all kind of thought this was coming for a while after these budget cuts and most of them Joe were Gacy should have won. most of them were cruiserweights who should have won the cruiserweight title joseph says we need the mafia movie night well we do need mafia movie night i can't believe Geezy never saw goodfellas godfather Um, But, Gino, I'm I'm looking at, like, the Cruiserweight division in NXT. They just butchered it. Santos is above it. And kind of the problem that always happens with these Cruiserweight titles is Cruiserweight becomes a little bit of a bad word to the WWE or to WCW or to wrestling in general. When you're trying to section off these guys as the Cruiserweight division, they're never going to be in the main event. And this is just in wrestling. Like, in UFC, they've mastered this. But even if Kevin, what do you think if there was a heavyweight title match that's going on last, right? Oh,
3: every time, unless Seth Rollins, he's not a heavyweight, Bleedies. Stop listening to the bullshit. He remember when he thought he wasn't, he thought he wasn't the underdog. He thought (laughs) he gave some interviews saying like, I don't know, I'm just not that character, like the character that comes back to beat Brock at the end. No one would cheer for me in 2019 because I'm just not an underdog, and people know that. By the way, Bleedies, I've been studying uh, Gino. I found out he gets gassed, not like the IBS gas, but like when you make him talk louder, it may, he's using his diaphragm, so his back hurts. His body probably aches when he tries to do it. Then he gets winded. That's when the breath comes up. It happens when he talks for an extended period. So, Gino, are you aching?
5: I'm not in pain, thankfully. No, I'm perfectly fine. So, it's not aches, but I think it's something similar to what you're saying.
3: Yeah, awesome. I, I play VR and I feel the same thing. Because I'm used to sitting, then I stand up to play Pop 1 and I feel like Gino trying to project his voice. But Gino, this is like a workout then. You're burning calories.
5: That's true. I'm getting used to speaking. You're not right now
2: because you're not projecting. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, because yes, Gino, you were the one saying like, I go five nights a week. Like a couple weeks ago, you were like the man. You were, you were our Goldberg. You were our Dolph Ziggler. You were, ah, who's going to follow me? Like that was you a couple weeks ago and maybe kevin's right maybe you're just a little tired are you winded after a three hour raw and then another two hours of raw tonight
5: i was winded after raw because a like guy didn't i couldn't watch it i was tired and i had to i felt like i had to to make up for like me not watching
3: but you know even forrest could project
5: his voice for an hour at a time
3: he had to take 15 minute breaks but we'll give you those
5: yeah I've noticed like I remember when he did take those long extended breaks again we don't know we just keep going even during our little breaks that's what like maybe 10 minutes at most and we just go right back
3: chugging Kool-Aid and eating orange slices he thought he was at soccer practice getting his little break he was like halftime and yeah you would have thought he was running around the field bleedies that poor forest
2: luckily we cut the fucking weight right no like look i i was never around for these orange slices breaks which by the way i enjoy my orange slice breaks whenever you're like hey what song do you want to hear i'm like i'm gonna take a piss i'm gonna get some water i'm gonna get another beverage like another alcoholic beverage i'm so excited for my little break i you're always trigger in me when i played soccer
3: orange slice breaks were the best and then one week my mom got to be the mom that did it and she didn't get enough oranges and she didn't cut them like the other moms and they weren't quarters like the other moms would do there. It was no, they were quarters. They weren't slices. And a lot of the kids like were struggling. I could see it. The oranges weren't ripe. I didn't know that word as a kid. And I probably <laughs> cried that day. I cried another time at soccer because my mother showed up drunk with Lisa, who was also drunk. And they set up lawn chairs right next to the out of bounds line. And they cheered me on. I played defense. There was nothing to cheer. I'm just standing there and they're cheering my name. I went and cried to the coach.
2: No, I can only imagine. This is amazing. Because I've heard these stories of, of drunk Lisa and your mom. I didn't know they were ever out in public at like a soccer, like a kid's soccer game like this. This is horrific. And the Orange Slice story, yes, I can believe that. I remember the gym uh, Mickey Mouse shirt for Clown Day. Like, oh, well, it's, everyone's going to be dressed like a clown. It's like, well, here's a shirt. And uh, have fun, kiddo. And Gino, what about you? What about you on the soccer field Ladies, I scored one goal that whole year. And guess who wasn't there to cheer that day? Oh. <gasps> Really? Yeah. Oh, that's not fun. I don't like that. I I wish she was at least there for the goal. Did you, was it, were you playing defense? You said, fuck this, I'm taking it myself. Or was it, my mom was there, though? It was just that damn Lisa. See? Okay, good. Yeah. That Lisa. Because she was the, the bad influence, right? Who is she? How is she related to the family? That's her sister. Hearts
4: made in Japan yeah. says, great shot, Kevin.
2: Hey, Kevin, good <laughs> shot, buddy. That would have been hey, awesome.
3: Michael. It was an amazing shot. It was like I landed in a kneel. You know those shots, please? Where you don't swing your leg. But you lunge your body forward and land like Neo about to take flight. And your uh, ankle hits the ball and it still goes. I'm a bit of an athlete. I don't know what that kick's called.
2: No, it's, it's the punt. It's the Randy Orton punt. You were doing that before. It was cool. Yeah. And you were scoring goals with it. I would hit it with the heel. <laughs> and also Lisa was Barbara's
3: sister. Barbara's my mother. And yeah, they looked alike even though my mother was older. So Lisa would use my mom's IDs to get my mom in trouble if Lisa got in trouble.
2: I do remember hearing like a little bit of that story. Didn't like she get arrested and use your mom's ID at one, one time? On, yeah, I think there was even some the I don't know if it was a bounce check. I
3: think they both had their own bounce checks. That's something else. Bounce checks were a thing back in the 90s.
2: I guess people used checks at the grocery store, and then they didn't work. Thank you, Cassidy, so much for the chicken winner. Yeah, the bounce check game, because even now, they just rip it out of your account. They just say you're negative. Like, back then, they were at least a little... There had to be somebody watching or something. I don't know how that works. You take it to the bank, they type in some numbers, and they go... And they,
3: now they won't even accept your check at any real pl- regular place. Like you have to yeah. go to like a real institution. My
2: grocery store won't take a check. No. Well, and I've even been at some places where like the old ladies will still take out a book. And it's like, oh, my gosh, oh, like really? this is happening still. And then they will get stopped where this like uh, COVID kind of kiboshed a lot of that, I think. Finally, they had another excuse for we don't take checks anymore. Like some places were trying to not take cash. So I can't imagine these old people were thinking, oh, well, they'll still take a check, obviously, right? Ladies, people used to
3: do their own statements like they'd write it down. And like you wouldn't go to a website to see what
2: you did. You'd have to write it in a ledger. Yeah, because I always love that example of like you kids these days don't know how to balance a checkbook. It's like, well, yeah, no shit. It's all automated now. Like the system, the technology is now there to prevent people from actually going through, how much money do I have? Here's what I spent my money on. Uh, and I look, I when I first got my checkbook and I was learning about finances, I was told to do that. And then once I got a smartphone with an app on it, I think that kind of killed it. Like, that was the end was of that. What a days. big moment, though, your
3: first checking account. I don't think Gino even has one yet. Gino, did you get your checking account?
5: I do have a checking account, and I do have a, what's it called? A Not a bank, but it's similar to a bank that I have that I've just not shake used them that down, card ladies. a while.
3: He doesn't even know the shakedown already started. This is just me collect. I'm balancing my checkbook as he speaks. Tell me more, Gene. How many accounts do Jeff? Savings too. Don't worry about the accounts that I have. Again, I just know that my last four digits on that savings, though. Don't Wait. worry about. It.
2: Hey, land from YouTube. I, I, I am a little confused though about what what you said about. I have a bank, and then I have another thing that's not a bank. What did that right
5: mean? Yeah, credit union. Oh, a reseller. credit union.
2: Okay, I was like, what does he mean? Yeah. That's that's cryptic as fuck. Like, just a bank. It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I have a bank. I have a bank, and then I also have a guy who like holds gold bars for me, but like
5: I have to pay him monthly because they're technically his gold oh, bars. Jeff yeah, I have that if same guy. Yeah. That global force Gold. That's it. Like Jeff Jarrett's Global Force Gold. Everyone should have invested in that when that was a thing.
2: It wasn't a terrible idea. All right, we we we, we have wrestlers trying to sell <laughs> oh, us all kinds of bad shit. Bad yeah gold, right. gold bars weren't bad look he was hitting home runs okay green rope tna gold bars he thought he could do no wrong gino all right he, he was gonna figure it out eventually so yep, jared tried to say in the latest episode that i watched the whole thing of one and a half times
3: <laughs> i didn't pay attention to it but uh he said that uh lol tna that's something conrad and fans ask about like it was a, a fan question About, and I can't, apparently that was a meme. Like they laughed at TNA and Jeff Jarrett said that didn't exist in 2002 to 2009. Yeah. I know we said it before, but he like reiterated it in a single statement. It's like, no, we were laughing at TNA the whole time. Samoa Joe was fine. He always had a great reputation. AJ Styles was questionable at first, then had a great reputation. I always laughed at the fallen angel of ladies. I don't care what your generation says, but no, TNA was absolutely a joke. When it was a weekly pay-per-view, we were laughing about that. I think even when Shamrock won the belt, we were laughing extra hard. And then, yeah, once it was on, like, Spike. But that wasn't that after 09.
2: But the whole thing, Vlidius, was an LOL. No, and I think that there is definitely, like, gaps where – because I remember even hearing you and Jim talk about the six-sided ring. It's like, what is happening here? Why are they doing that? Like, there were people that weren't – like, I was in it from from probably week six. So, for me, I never was an LOL TNA guy until, obviously – magnus beat aj styles and sent him back and that was where i finally realized this company's dead and i tried to hang around i watched some destination america episodes i watched some pop tv gino was watching fucking green rope tna on pop tv so he hungry gino have you ever used lol tna
5: no i've never laughed the tna because i am one of the diehard people that is ride or die i'm gonna be on this ship till it sinks
2: Unless they get uh, booted two hours so AEW can do their show.
5: But uh, what well, I think the, of. Gonna, you to bring that up really quickly. Uh, the eighth, besides Hard to Kill, we do have that show Battle for the Belts at the same date, at the same time. So again, fuck AEW. Impact's going to be the same night, and they're going to win. The working relationship is finally dead. I
2: love it because it really is. We Christian never wanted his. He never invoked.
4: Master Sexy says Austin Aries was a better CM Punk.
2: Oh, at the time, I mean, but he, there, there was no. Uh, look, hard to kill. Finally, that we Christian Cage never wanted his rematch. I don't know why. The most prestigious title in the business. He didn't have that moment where he's like, "Look, I know that I lost to Josh Alexander, but this should be a triple threat." Like that never happened. So, oh, it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. Well, for I had go. to come up with real wrestling. You know, I saw
3: DX invade Nitro and shit. So, and then you kids like Gino finds it when he's 23. You show up. You're still a kid. You don't count fleeties. You, you were a kid when Destination America would put that on on your Saturday <laughs> mornings. So I had just come out of Stone Cold and then we're LOL and at this, oh, the mid-carters from WWE. And then some new, like, who's Bad News Brown? Like, who are these other guys? So, but also it's my fault because I was... It, it polluted my mind, Bleedies. I was a cool wrestling fan, the guy we hate now. I was smarky as a kid. So I was anti-wrestling from 01 on, 02 on until the Miz, and TNA was getting laughed at because of that, probably.
2: Yeah, it was just because you were, generationally, it was all different. Like, for me, I was so starved for wrestling, even coming out of the Attitude Era as a young lad. 2003 is my favorite year of wrestling, and TNA is a part of that. Like, there was TNA pay-per-views. We had that illegal box thing that you used to be able to get with cable, where you would just, this was before Justin.TV, where you were able to just watch these weekly TNA things, and I was always fascinated how they would run a pay-per-view every week. And not have like they would have some pay per view matches, but obviously it was just a television show on a on pay per view. And I didn't start loling at TNA until Green Ropes. I think Gino. I think that was where I finally was like, okay, you know what? I'm kind of done with this shit. Like I didn't need, uh, I, I didn't need to keep following EC3 as he becomes the ass kicking machine. And oh my gosh, dude, this is it was a. Definitely a time, Gino, where I just knew everything that was going on in the green rope company when they were trying to determine if they were going to be TNA or GFW or impact or GFW impact. All of it was so laughable because it just felt like this used to be such a cool thing that I felt like I was so fun to be a part of. And it got worse and worse. Like it just They knew it, Gino, but you were always with it. You liked Congo Kong.
5: Kong Kong, I like, did, like, especially because he had. Oh, awesome yeah, we need image. to fucking retire. Oh, it is Kongo Kong, you asshole. Kongo awesome Kong with Kong, Jimmy you know. Jacobs. Talk about Awesome Kong, so we know. No, I'm going to
2: all talk too. Let's all talk at the same time. Nobody let
5: out. Yes, we all should talk over each saying. other. Kongo Kong with Jimmy Jacobs. I'm, I'm doing break it break. on
3: purpose. So, Gino, tell him about Awesome Kong, so he knows that it's Awesome Kong.
5: We know Awesome Kong, but I'm talking to you about Kongo Kong, an amazing independent wrestler who had. He is Congo Kong with Jimmy Jacobs, the zombie princess, one of my favorite independent wrestlers, one of my favorite pillars of the old school ROH. Jimmy Jacobs, the zombie princess. Of course, that's who it is. Can you tell I, us
2: about Congo Kong, Gino? Why are you so excited about his manager or his advocate?
5: Listen, Jimmy Jacobs is a better star than. Congo a Kong. pillar of Kong ROH? Kong. Is that for real? Did Jimmy you... Jacobs helped push Congo Kong. Did you mean that? He's a pillar of Ring of Honor? I believe he is.
2: How many? Him and Tyler Black. How many? Oh my gosh! Are you serious? The first episode had group. the fir- got
5: scum. They got scum. Was the, great group. The too. first
2: episode had three pillars in one match: Daniel Bryan, Low Key, and Daniels like that. And then I'll throw McGinnis in there, or Samoa Joe, or Punk. Way before I even remember Jimmy Jacobs wrestled there. What? I'll take your Punk. I'll raise you a Gino the Bull. <laughs> yeah, Gino. Gino, come on! Jimmy Jacobs, a zombie princess? There's no
5: way. Yes. The zombie princess, you put him in the pillar. Maybe not in the first generation of the ROH, you put him in the second generation of the ROH. There have been many iterations with the ROH with all that went on with Sinclair, then all the stuff they went through. The ROH has been through a lot. Now they close their doors until April, which we're going to see what happens. Then again, we were talking about TNA. We talk about, again, we talking about Congo Kong, but here's what I want to go back to. Because I just remembered this. Since Peep. again, Kevin brought up the DX invasion, which just that was, fun. Yeah, that keep was whatever. That was nothing that really Peep happened. Keep directing it the whole thing, What about know. the WWE invasion and Impact? The TNA Derby invasion, where Derby actually tried to sue Impact if they tried to show footage of it. And TNA still showed footage of it, but are You're talking about
3: Kip Sop when he cut that promo. <laughs>
5: No, WWE actually invaded during. Uh, I think it was a World Rumble advertisement. They went to Florida, and there were people from Derby who actually showed up in TNA.
3: Yeah, they were laughing. They were LOLing.
5: No, they actually were like just all together having fun. But again, they had to blur the faces out because you can't show their faces. But now, how come they didn't
3: funny. blur out Britt Baker? They just cut her out of that
2: NXT approach. <clears throat> well,
5: NXT was different. Well, this uh, TNA.
2: why are you calling it in an invasion? Right. Are you acting like Universal Studios they called it
5: an invasion? <laughs> That little video is an invasion, they call it. Just like the DX invasion. Just like the and DX then we invasion. We had the uh, VKM invasion. And the BT invasion. We have, we've had many invasions. Of you know, I stuff. hope you're eating a steak and you sneeze and then choke. <laughs> yeah, ain't going to happen, Santa. I'm choke. Go Gino,
2: before we go, how has it been with the job search? Now, Nathan and I are constantly worried that you're never going to get back into that workforce. You you were even messaging me about, like, you're going to be the social media czar, and I was like, let's do it. And you were like, yeah, I'm going to get some lamps and stuff, then I'll do it. It's like, no, do it today, and then you never messaged me back. So, how are you on that front? We've talked about NXT and the Matrix. let's How are you, though?
5: Well, here's the thing. I'm starting to get better. After you sent that message, I was like, you know what? I got to do this. So, what I did... Because again, I forgot about this. I do have a larger, an actual Twitter account that I used to use. Parts made in Japan says, if you choke, he'll
4: give you mouth to mouth, Gino.
2: Ico's got your back, Gino. You
5: so again, Still I do have, have like a good following from that old <laughs> Twitter account that I finally got access to, and I'm reduced, like I'm making it look and nice, I'm making it look pristine to actually be All professional right. and get out there, again. be actually using social media, what it's meant to be used for, and that is to be media, just get socially. Making marketing making you know, attention. wheel up
2: the wheelchair. It's too loud, dude. Keeps squeaking. <laughs> I'm just loving the what social media is meant to be for media socially. Like I, I hope there's like a pitch meeting where somebody says that where there's a big boardroom. We're gonna use our social media to put out our media socially yes. because like you're you were the one you were the the person who's hitting me up like we need to interview people like you were calling this the ladies and gino dis- experience like you were completely rebranding everything that that i do so i was. Ladies, just- do you smell what i smell is this a social media coordinator one that we've needed for a decade i think that's what i'm saying like okay. he was saying like i'm gonna grow everything socially i was like let's grow it then gino i think if he starts today that's the that's the best time to start right kevin well, I, is, you know, I don't best. tweet. I
3: delete them all. You can tweet and not delete them maybe. I hate tweeting. I don't have the, the dignity. All right, so you need well, to the, handle the, my account, and I'm going to keep well, talking. A, maybe that's talk your account. I could I'll handle right my now, account or. right there. This is it. I'm going to stop right here. Okay.
5: Okay. But as for strength, again, I am handling my account for right now because, again, since me and Vleadis uh, were talking earlier again the other day about me potentially getting Possible interview with this future star, Kid Bandit. I did get into him and I cannot reach out DM wise. But again, he's following Kid me. So it's all right. Fuck with Kid Bandit. We don't give a fuck about that piece <laughs> of. You again. should care about Kid bets Here's the thing. He's a future star right now. If we get in the good graces of people in the Nightmare Factory. That gets in the good grace of Cody.
3: I got a bit. Here's what we'll do. Kid Bandit comes out. I'm going to ask him real questions. I'll have real questions. But every question, I'm going to take three steps away from the mic. And I'll talk a little louder. And by, like, the fifth question, I'm going to be screaming. You won't even hear nothing. And then we'll just see what he does.
2: (laughs) Well, just suddenly... So, Gino, you want me to interview... You want us to interview Kid Bandit. I didn't know who he was. You had to explain it to me. So, like, just think of this. Like, Is that something that you think that and I love how you do it. You should care about that. Like, the most condescending thing anyone's ever said to anybody in their lives. Like, we, we should care about some wrestler that got fired by AEW. So, yes, Gino, we will pay attention to Kid Bandit, but what's the benefit? Like, what does it do? Yeah, Gino, it how is this bet. like a Kid Cash interview? Like, one we'd want. It,
5: this is the point right Do right. you it, know Kid it, Cash, it, it Gino? Really faces, maybe. And here's the thing. We have, begin the good grace of people in Nightmare Factor, as I was saying. People like Kid Bandit, of the future stars. But us being in the good grace of them, we get in the good graces of Cody. And we get the big, every we one, which is with Cody. And we and figure then out we really what's going on. <laughs> Bleedie's actually. You know, really
3: Bleedie's actually. Shut the fuck up, you fat idiot. What the fuck is this? Holy shit. I'm not interrupting for nothing. I'm sitting on my hands for you all night. When I start talking, shut the fuck up. Sorry, Bleedies. By the way, I'm live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday if this is the Bleedies beat. <laughs> and you can hear more of this Friday with Gino. What the hell was I going to say? Oh, Gino, This I was going to praise you. Gino was talking to me about this, Bleedies. He had a very interesting debate that uh, I had to yell and fix, squash and win. But he was talking about the next in line WWE guys and how Lash Legend is an example of how that could be. How he could be... Uh, shitty elbow drops and people who hate wrestling just doing it, and but then he brought up the opposite of that spectrum being the Nightmare Factory, and
2: apparently that's better to him. And I'm thinking like that might be worse, right? Well, when I think of a kid bandit and look, those they're not grabbing. Is the Nightmare Factory grabbing athletes like pure athletes like the WWE is trying to do? Because I think the difference is is the Nightmare Factory is only getting people that want to be wrestlers. They're okay with wrestling on the indie scene. They're okay with cosplaying as women. So I think there's a a pretty significant difference. Is there anyone from the Nightmare Factory other than a go-go that, like, isn't an athlete somewhere else? Well, just if you look at all of them,
3: it's these nerds that are gay. It's Dylan McQueen. It's Fat QT Marshall. They line them up on Sammy's vlog as a bit. And they're like, how tall are you? How much do you weigh? And they're like, oh, I'm a little fucking fag who's like 5'7 and 180. And the joke isn't their height and weight. The joke to them is, WWE wouldn't sign you. And I'm like, no shit. Who gets Sammy Guevara walked up? We wouldn't sign you either. You had a tryout. So it's this, their philosophy is the smaller, the better. We need someone who's four foot eight. We need a horn swoggle Mysterio. We need like an in-between. But, well, at least in Gino's spectrum of the Nightmare
2: Factory versus Next in Line. Isn't there an in-between left? Can't we find Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels? Well, I saw Von Wagner tonight and even Harlan. Gino, are these guys not working triceps anymore? Are we just a strictly chest and abs company now? There's no more need to have like these gigantic arms. Like, I'm missing Hogan. I'm missing all the uh, Ultimate Warrior. I thought we were going to go back to that. I'm watching a lot of guys who do not work the arms, Gino. Harlan looked like shit tonight, didn't he?
5: He did look bad. And him fighting against someone who actually knows how to work, being the Brian Kendrick, it really. Showed how green he still is, yeah,
2: and that's what. But I think that's a great point for for the Nightmare Factory, where they are pulling just these little nerds. Where look, this guy's he can flop around. I, I saw a uh, kid bandit do a backflip. I thought that was exciting, or he, at least he was working on backflips. And you look at Harlan, just big motherfucker. Where there's probably more to that, and probably probably more to invest in long term. Then these little fucking guys that the Nightmare Factory has. Camarado's awesome, but it's it's the same thing. It's not like they just pulled him off some university. He's probably been wrestling or he wanted to be a wrestler for a while and he just got in with the night. So I think there's a pretty big difference between next in line and the nightmare factory.
3: And do you know, Shawn Michaels was six two, and these Shawn Michaels fans are like five six. And we need to start finding guys with boot extenders that can be six two again. We need some athletes. Maybe next in line we'll have them, Bleedies Gino. Maybe they'll have them. See?
5: That's the hopeful optimism we need in wrestling. Cause again, if anything that we've seen from a athlete like Last Legend, it shows that we're gonna have to work really hard to make them look good. I'm, I'm really
3: a hard. Michaels fan and I know not to be a wrestler, Bleedies. I'm like, I'm just too short. I know yeah. I was like Emmett Smith as a running back. But Vince McMahon ain't going to like it. I'll jump off my house in another life, you know, to get that demo tape in. So now that I've sacrificed that for myself, why can't Dark Uno look at himself and make that sacrifice? Maybe Danny Garcia needs to look at himself a couple more times. I want some other Patriots of Wrestling to, to make the same sacrifices I made as an old head.
2: And isn't there more wrestlers now than there's like ever been? Like, isn't that just like easy math? Where we do have all these new places to work. We talked about like ECW, WCW, and WWF. Like when they were all running, I still think we have way more wrestlers now. It just seems everybody wants to be a wrestler. Everybody can do it. I went to a, a world class pro wrestling show. They're having another show on the twenty second with different wrestlers on the card. There's no shortage of wrestlers at this time. WWE always felt like the most selective, and it even feels more selective now that they let go of 80 people, including Gino's favorite, Tyler Rust. But I totally get why Nyland had to
3: be a girl, because I am so much more forgiving with (laughs) shitty girl wrestlers. And Gino, this is a testament to you. I'm sorry for what I said earlier. You're not in a wheelchair. I take that back. I was out of line. But when it comes to these women, Kimberly, if that was a short, fat guy... With like makeup smeared on his face. Is her gimmick, Gino, that she knows she's ugly, so she acts pretty, like she does like she's a fat girl who does skinny girl poses. Is that the gimmick she had?
5: That could be one way she's like a princess in the fairy, yes.
3: Okay, because I'm starting to I'm starting to think she thought she was a princess, too. I'm I don't know if she's self-aware of ladies, but at the same time, I'm falling in love with her the more I watch her. So I'm not trying to be hateful. I'm just being a male watching these women try to work. And I'm so much more forgiving with the female form. And I'm a big Kimberly Mark. That's why she ran our slammies. But I'm starting to think she doesn't know that she has like cross
2: eyes and a big nose. No, she knows she's hanging out with Deanna and she's even making Sue look good. So, yeah, I think there's definitely some awareness there. And look, maybe, and as a wrestling fan, we're all horny wrestling fans. I mean, hey, look, you get used to her long enough. You're like, you know what? She's actually pretty cute, okay? And also, I look at her thinking, she must have worked so hard. Like, I have so much. And I saw her working
3: in gyms in some matches because I watched some kayfabe commentaries with, uh, what's that girl's name, Gino? The librarian? Leva Bates. I love her because of you. Did you know
2: Leva Bates is awesome, Bleedy? She's not just some dumb librarian in real life. I've heard this name several times, but I've not watched Leva Bates. It's sh- she's not an impact. I don't know who she is. Oh, she's blue pants. Oh, is she blue pants? Gino, I love sky blue. Magic. Sky blue is different. Than oh, ways. I love Sky Blue, though. Why isn't she Rizzo getting to
4: this says Brandy Lauren is way sexier than Kimberly.
2: Oh, she's getting buried, though, in Impact. They, they don't know how to use Brandy Lauren. And another thing, yeah, we have these hot chicks and we make them ugly. Maybe that's to make the Kimberly's feel better.
5: It could be to help Kimberly, but also help Sue again. We have this long-term story to build up Sue to hopefully win that knockouts title. When we have Deanna win and then De- Deanna beats Roxy and holds every gold that's in the independent scene.
2: Do we need to let uh, Sue win? Why would you say that? I don't like
5: that. Sue's going to be champion.
2: Oh, that makes me so annoyed. Well, I'm glad I'm not watching like Impact impact to this time, though. So maybe that's maybe that's what I get for that. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, with the way – and I, I agree. The way women's wrestling is, is yeah, we're, we're all guys, but it is viewed differently where, yeah, when you're watching Kimberly, you have a little more sympathy than if you are watching – like, I don't know, Joe Gacy comes to mind immediately, like – I, I like Just his matches are not good, his promos are not good, but Gino says he's next in line. Gino, wasn't he terrible tonight? Didn't everything about NXT just feel like, oh, this is shitty Raw? Was Laurinaitis running this one?
5: It wouldn't surprise me if John Laurinaitis was also running this one, because it did feel very similar to Raw this week, unlike other weeks. Gosh, it was bad. It wouldn't surprise me at all.
2: Even the main event kind of felt like out of nowhere like oh, Tiffany Stratton's debut, she flipped she fucked up like a backhand spring elbow. <laughs> like this whole thing felt like I was watching the Nightmare Factory tryouts. Like you just we we want to get these guys in the ring and doing and having, you know, these uh <laughs> ring of honor style matches. We're just not there. Solo Sokoa and Santos Escobar, they can do it. They had a really good they match. Care. Like their match was Inside so um, one step at a time. Solo and, and he's Santos, getting he's getting better. Solo and S es- and Escobar don't need to get better; they're already there. Like this match should have just been an hour. They should have opened the show and then went an hour, and then the bell could have rang, and I would have been happy because these guys can yes, tear the house
5: down. while they're AJ segment which could have also been like twenty minutes, they could have just fought. Why are we not fighting? What's happening, Gino? We're getting this build up for. Uh, New Year's Evil. That's what it's
3: going to be. They're Jade off TV ladies after she came at Darby. And when you see
2: her, do you think she's disgusting now? Do you hate her now? I love her way more because she actually rides the board like 20 feet and it just <laughs> feels like such a fuck you to Darby Allen because he like rides it all the way down the ramp and it's like I want of vets out of Sonic and Gino. Like he's got one of those songs, but she comes out to like, you know, uh and it's all damn hell from here. Like she's the complete like pop punky happy skater. Meanwhile Darby's like uh, so I love her even more and she got a big W tonight. So I'm excited for the future of Cora J. I just fired
3: up my peacock a bunch in the highlights right now.
2: <laughs> Her entrance... I'm on YouTube. I gotta bring up Peacock. They don't have her skating on YouTube. Oh, they're missing out because she does it for like 20 feet. It's not long at all. It's comical how short it is. But it feels like a total fuck you to Darby. Like, I could skate, you piece of shit. And she's on like a penny board too. She's not on... He's probably on his like girl deck. Not the, not the the gender Gino, the brand, girl. And he's probably got Royal Trucks and fucking Panther Bearings and all that. He thinks he's so cool and she's out here like, "I got my board at Target." Like she's having she's a great time. She's in the time. beanie club ladies. Now I'm watching a
3: promo. She's talking to Raquel Gonzalez or some flat-chested dyke. Look at this <laughs> innocent skater. She's got graffiti on her denim. Her beanie's she almost fell going up the ramp. Look at this idiot. Or red shoes I hate this girl
2: I love her and raquel and before we go let's we're all here we gotta do it let's pick NXT New Year's evil they're having a big this this is their version of like winter's coming they're doing a whole pay-per-view on television on USA Network so I am yeah. pumped for this card Gino typically I'd be a lot more excited but NXT was so shitty tonight uh we're gonna be fine though this is gonna be great right tell me it's gonna be great Walter's gonna be there
5: this is going to be great, and then that next Saturday we get three wrestling events. Well, two of them that are big, being AEW and Impact. What's the other okay. big one? You said three, two big ones. What does that mean? The third one is an independent promotion I follow called DPW. Oh,
2: DPW! You and you and someone else in the chat were like sucking that stick the other night. What's that stand for? Like DDT Pro or something? No, it's like grosser than TNA. <laughs> you know what
5: DPW means, and it's fucking gross.
2: Does through Russo's new thing? Yeah, no,
3: convinced- it's Deadlock
5: Pro. It's an actual, like, YouTubers that actually work together. It's uh, Tony Pizza Guy, New Legacy, Inc., and uh, CM Pulse. So, like, three, like, bigger YouTube wrestling guys actually are running a independent wrestling promotion.
3: The ladies we hate CM Pulse, Danny Richardson and I, Tried to do business with CM Pulse behind the Forbidden Door.
2: Turns we out he's a fast man He fat says spad. Mandy
4: wasn't on the show. She cut a promo on a Minitron.
2: Wait, well, I need to know more about this. Uh this I don't even know who CM Pulse is. He was a hanger on Bleedies. He was right before your time. We should have
3: worked with him. He's another Sammy Guevara we let go. He ended up blowing up bigger than us, and we got banned one day.
2: But I and was like, Yeah, I ended up fucking with him, I think. I don't know. I ended up not being nice to him like most people. Oh, see, I don't even know. Like I like it that Gina goes, these big YouTubers, and I knew none of them. Like I I'm, I'm just not in the wrestling YouTube bubble. i I'm I'm not good at social media, Gino. I need you there. Cause I opened my Twitter the other day and I was just scrolling through it, getting madder and madder and madder. They know how to keep me scrolling. They just want to talk about how America's the worst and like it just seems like every time there's any post, there's a hundred liberals there to yell at me before I even say anything. So see am Paulus has been grinding as much as us, Gino. Have you been watching since uh, CM
5: Punk's Summer of Punk I was watching since like, again yeah, when he first started then him like talking about Impact one of my favorite videos of him like in his early days was him just being insanely upset about Devon still being TV champ because that made no fucking sense to me too <laughs> I
3: missed that time so much now I miss CM Pulse you're making me nostalgic did you also who is it oh New Legacy were you watching them back then
5: yeah, they all Johnny's great Johnny again he's one of the three guys behind Deadlock Johnny of New Legacy What's Deadlock? Is that the double penetration? That's their thing? wrestling promotion, and they also have a podcast they call Deadlock. So DPW Deadlock. Oh, no I remember rest. the DP, yeah.
3: So, the weird bleedies, we're going to have to watch. Is CM Pulse on commentary? I feel betrayed. Yes, all three of them
5: are all I,
2: I feel betrayed for some, like, I'm hearing, like, Gino, like, gushing over these other wrestling things. Like, what is happening here? Like, I thought we all agreed this was the one that we watched. We secretly watch a couple Cultaholic videos every now and again. But here's Gino, like, yeah, back in 2012, I was a big CM Pulse guy. It is, this is my fault. Like, these are people who sh- we should still be friends with. And I don't know Hearts what I did Japan 10 in Japan says ago, I gush like... over Gino that's true yeah I, no like i, yeah, I see marky e. d on on youtube i still watch his stuff every once in a while but it just feels weird that yeah maybe th- this was supposed to be the internet darling so we were supposed to bring our business cards and like shake hands and really kiss ass like oh you guys are great we love you too let's partner up let's do more yeah shit. we need to network these are our peers and our contemporaries and we had to
3: be outcasts because of me because of my own social dysfunctions bleedies i wasn't the social butterfly you were okay
2: no, but hey, they like to reach out to you first. I've noticed that. I'm just the other guy, and I'm okay with that role. I've accepted it. I've, I've mastered it, and I'll never be a CM Pulse, which I've never heard that name. Why have I never? How come there's a thing that you all know that I don't know, and I don't like it? I know Brian Zane. Gino, with you as our
3: social media coordinator, we're not going to have these problems. You're going to build relationships over time. Gino's the type of guy who gets screamed at and be okay with it, so you're going to deal with the easy and difficult people for us. Well,
5: and I don't mind, but again, that's the, these kinds of relationships we are gonna slowly start to build and again we hopefully will get connections with like new legacy again. We'll connect with pulse. Tony Pizza Guy will connect and actually with without
3: a pacidi, he sounds Italian.
5: No, he's not Italian. He's uh, white. I forget where he's from. But you? Yeah, Tony Pizzaguy is just an independent dude, okay. like an actual YouTuber Twitch streamer used to be, but now he just works with deadlock because he's like a Parent now,
3: and I'm talking about rock culture, Gino
2: Adam pacitti the guy from the billboard, the Italian
5: uh, that guy who's working still called
2: What about my favorite Italian, Simon Miller? I know he went to MMA on point, but I would also like Simon Miller involved.
5: So, Gino, yes,
2: you're a made man, you can find other Italians yourself, you can find new paisons. Yeah, Gino, give me Simon Miller on the horn, and um, that I would really appreciate that. Don't get me Steven Larson. I don't think we, they, we'd probably get along for a few hours and then something would happen and we would disagree about something. Oh. And you know, Luigi changed our number. She PF three names different. We need you to reach
3: out and make contact with her again as well.
5: We'll see. Big and here's the thing. If I do get Steven Larson, Larson's the one we want. Steve, who cares about him? Larson's what? Why?
2: Wait, him. hold on. Why? That That's not true at all. Why? You, you feel it's that true, you I can
5: connect with more than Larson. You're thinking yeah, you have a better so awesome. Is Larson the bald one? Gino, I'm sorry. Yes, he's the bearded one, the better yeah,
3: one. Yeah, the bald one, ladies. This guy looks like you could drink with him. He could sneeze eating a snake, not choke, and you'd love him. This guy is not in a wheelchair. This guy is like, he's, uh, what's his first name? He's Larson the Bull. He's the Gino. <laughs> you know. But then Steve has this like, boy, hey, what's up, what? what's up, Steve Packers? We're here to talk about, right? And then Larson's like, just settle down, Steve. Like, it's these two different energies.
2: (laughs) And we, Steve's more like me, so I hate him. Oh, that's so strange. Maybe because I like you so much. I love Steve. I look at Larson like, no offense to this person I'm about to say, but like a Danny Richardson, where it is like, I'm too cool for this anyway. I look down on other wrestling fans. I don't want to wear a wrestling shirt in public. Like, I don't want anyone to know that I like wrestling. Like, that's the world that I think Larson lives in, where Steve's like, hey, friend of Steve here. Like, that almost friendo. gets me excited. That's, yeah, I don't want to wear a Steve shirt in public. I'm going to wear a Larson shirt, though. Gosh, I never knew this. I feel like Larson would not give me the time of day because he was even, like, <laughs> when they were talking about reopening shit, like, I know, uh, I think when they did Money in the Bank in, Vegas, or in, in Texas, he was talking shit. Like, oh, well, you know, those Texans are a little... A little more out there than we are here, huh, Steve? Like it's just no. I was like, you condescending motherfucker. You, like even Steve was like, let's go to. He wanted to go to <laughs> Bound for Glory in Nashville, and Steve or Larson's like, why would you want to travel anywhere? I was like get the fuck out of here. I stopped listening right at that.
3: Whoa, what a weird twist. So we got Steve trying to go to like honky tonks and like have a good time, <laughs> and Larson's trying to run our newspaper from across the country. Larson wants HIV to be legal in every state, not just California. We fucking hate Larson, Gino.
5: Listen, I feel like if we were to sit down and have a discussion, we'd be able to have a good, like, hour and a half, even two hours of discussion with Lars.
2: I feel like Steve would be great. I feel like he and I would get along swimmingly, and I think Larson would get real burned out of all of my energy really quick, and he would start saying, can you put a mask on, please? Either Other than that, you who else is out there on the internet? Because Zane doesn't like us anymore. I don't know if Adam Blampied's still on there. What about Marky e. D? Does he know what we're up to?
5: Listen, I think we could possibly get, like, Mark D, since you and I are, like, the two other biggest impact guys, Dexter, to total, nonstop wrestling. What's That's that? Sure possibly-
3: threw himself in there. Gino's the second biggest impact guy on the <laughs> internet, he just said. <laughs> just with Vlities,
5: we both. Are. As together, we talk about it just as much as told not stop.
4: kids are just as bright and just as talented. Hell well.
5: yes, yeah, master Yes,
2: Gino, you've been doing this for ten years with Kevin, and uh yes, us. You want to rebrand it, Gino? Or are we going to rename Vleedies? Is it Vleedies and Gino like steven Larson? Should we just call it steven Larson and see if they come and get us?
5: And they probably would come and get us again. We could rename if we wanted to for this show. But again, Vledis is perfect name, I feel. Well, the- you've know,
2: done amazing
3: oh. with me as the Agent Smith. And Vledis, <laughs> you see the timing, how we have the exact same. We no one interrupt him to, so the, to beat the other one of us. We're trying to get there first. On, but on, you know, just the buzz, feel the sting. Thank you, Spliff. You're doing great, Gino, because I'm being like a virus. And you're still you're listening to the projection advice. You're still tracking it. Don't, I think, Vleeties next week, I'll be here in the chat on call. I feel like I'm ruining a little bit,
2: and I think Gino know, is the rhythm you want, right? Am I forcing myself on you here? I love the beginning. I Well, and I even love this part because it is fun to have another person who doesn't know this insane wrestling community like Gino does. So there are there are parts where I will need to lean on you for stuff like this, but I think you even said it last week, like the rhythm of me and Gino is like, because when it is me, As the first gun, there is a lot more Scampoli energy. I do need to bring it up. So right now, we have two of yous right now, I think, is what's going on. But I love it. If you want to be on call, that works. If you want to be in the chair with me, I think that works as well. I wish we had two Genos, too. (laughs) Let's get
3: Larson. If only
5: we had someone else who has had the balls to actually get on call again. You You know, someone who, you know, would get over some stuff that he's dealing with and be better, you know, become the person he's meant to be. You know, it'd be it would be weird if we had a fourth guy, you
2: know. Who are weird. you shooting on? Who's this
3: I about?
5: Where he went, you know? I wonder where a fourth guy went. Who's is this about Hunter? Who who are you yelling at? Well, it could what? have been anyone. It could have been any fourth guy, you know. Hopefully yeah, yeah. Does, there's no
3: fourth for for You understand what he's saying. The oh. There was
5: a fourth
2: guy somewhere at some point happened.
3: You know, he'll Not come anymore. back. At the,
2: wow. Yeah, I didn't expect this to go there, Gino. I didn't know you would have it. We'll yeah, he's talking
5: about Tyler. Yeah.
3: What the fuck, Gino?
2: Yeah,
5: hopefully he gets better but again, that's thing. He could have been the fourth guy.
3: Gino, this is like what you did to the Slammies when you somehow injected a Trojan, Agent Smith, into the pole and got Diana Perrazzo as Diva of the year. You're you actually took Tyler's position on purpose and
5: you're keeping it. I'm not keeping it, I'm holding it for him, but again, I'll be here and then I'll be the third guy. I don't mind being the second for him, him for but again, I'm not
3: for look me. at him. This is some weird master plan.
2: It's This is crazy to hear it out loud because it was so unexpected for him to like you you hear how close to the mic he got and he was ready to yell like at least I am here at least I show up I put my boots on and I lace them up like he really went in on Tyler or whoever I'm not No, I don't know who else it was
3: always a Gino epiphany every couple weeks we're like oh he set me up for weeks on this like he's this has been his bit and it's not mine so and this is now the latest and I'll be contacting Tyler Gino
5: Hopefully he is getting better, so he can come back. We could have a four-man mic here for Vladi. <laughs> four-man on Vladi. Well, yes, Gino. Like you,
2: you said it. Like this is us. Like we're the Impact Show. We're the this. Like so. How do you feel about that? You don't want to get your name on it at all. You like the Vleeties aspect of it because it does feel like like you've injected Vleeties with a lethal dose of Gino. So I, I are you okay with all this? I'm, and I'm throwing. I'm not that I'm going to change anything. I'm just throwing it out
5: there. Again, I'm feel fine either way, but we can discuss if we want to change or not, but I'm perfectly fine because you've had this for a long time. I don't want to change it if you're not feeling ready to change. We already
3: won, Gino. Geezy ain't the fourth guy. That's what we're talking about, ladies. That guy ain't <laughs> even
2: in the conversation, so we, we did it. I feel like he's like my my side piece. Like He and I have a secret <laughs> romance on the side. That's why he's so forgotten. I was like, no, he's. I talk to him all the time, but he was forgotten by the Ginos of the world because I know how Gino is. He signs on to trouble, and then he goes and does something for an hour, and then he's like, "Okay, now it's my turn." Like he doesn't want to be around for the geezy part. He doesn't want to hear what's happening in the world because Gino, you notice how this this past half hour you have not told us about your new job
5: because again, it's not about a job right now. What's important is you need to watch The Matrix Four. That's the important factor we've yeah. learned. It's you've not watched it this entire time when we've talked about for a week, you've not watched. Did the Matrix?
2: Well, Gino, I mean. I got shit. shit came up, all right? That's all I'm saying. So di- did not like did the matrix inspire you? So what did you apply for this week? Cuz I know you said you were going to look for stuff to apply for, remote work, or you were going to get a bike. Remember we talked about a bike? Uh how have you improved? I love that your life is getting much
5: better. Yes, it's getting better, but it's getting better recently. And during the holiday weekend, I got really depressed cuz I didn't have anyone to celebrate with, so I felt
2: where was like your I mom?
5: They're all visiting family, other family, my grandmother. Why didn't you so go? So just be my stepdad. So so like, all we did is just hang around, like, barely did anything I was sleeping in. wasn't
2: invited, in. ladies. You weren't invited to yeah. grandma's?
5: Well, that's one thing. And also, like, I wouldn't be able to do this. That's the thing. And I don't want to leave the show like other people have left. You keep stealing grandma's undies. What, what, what show were you, you going to miss? You the shows we do every week, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do this because I wouldn't have been able to take my whole setup and shit that I need for it.
2: Gino, you could have missed the show. I would have been – no offense to you. We could have made it work. There were, there's there been solo bleedies before. Kevin's here. Nathan's alive still. I, I have Tyler's number. Like, there's plenty of, of other – like, you could have – I don't want you to miss Christmas. Where were you supposed to go? Are you supposed to be on, like, Frankfurt or something?
5: Uh, I think it's called Pawnee's Island. So it's someplace close, somewhat, like, a little close, but it's still kind of a distance from Georgia. It's outside Georgia.
2: Georgia rules. I hear. I don't know why you don't you, you don't exp- explore it. Was the? Do you ever go outside? Did you go outside today?
5: Today I did get some sun. Just like to sit out by the porch and just had but
2: Hell yeah. Did Rizzo you, uh, to
4: see says I'm not appreciating Gino slandering Tyler.
2: Yeah, that was weird. Rizzo, I agree. Rizzo could have subbed in Gino. Don't feel like and, and even just throw it out there and say, hey, I might go on vacation this weekend. Will you be able to do Vlady's without me? Will you be able to do SmackDown's third hour without me? Like you could just throw those out there. Well, now we're speaking for other
5: people.
3: <laughs> you got to be careful here. You want him to get a job. What happens on
2: Tuesdays when he's delivering pizzas in his wheelchair? Gino, <laughs> so, you know, is that what you applied for? Are you delivering pizzas in the wheelchair because those, if you have a motorized one, and that's faster than the the other than the analog one.
5: Listen, I did not applied any forward delivery service stuff.
2: so you got sad so you were sad from what like you and I talked on Tuesday and then Kevin and I did uh, then you were there on Wednesday for the whole effing show we had an amazing dynamite an amazing uh, slammy award ceremony I didn't win an award Kevin didn't win an award you won an award and you were more depressed than ever was it just the highs of the highs
5: Yes, that was like the big moment thing, and Wednesday was a big high, and especially when like the Matrix came out, me and Kevin talking about it was a big thing, and then that weekend came, and I had no one really to talk to besides messages, I was just like, I'm alone at the end of the day. I'm always going to be alone.
2: Well, well, you're in the basement, you know, you're always going to be alone. But did, what did Mace message you? Did you message Mace, Merry Christmas?
5: I did. I did message, like I didn't message him Merry Christmas, I messaged his wife Merry Christmas. Oh,
2: well, whoa, why didn't you want to message him? You're mad at him or what?
5: I just again she actually does respond. Mace is like and he just reads it because again, he's a busy man. He wrestles, he streams, he got going enough.
2: Was he on SmackDown? I didn't see this pass. Was he on there? He I think he was not. Okay, I was gonna say, I was like, I don't remember him being on there. Was he is he gonna be on the top ten this this Friday? <laughs> Ladies, your oh, soul- you're
3: You're like the camera. analyst in The Matrix. This man just opened his wounds to you and you said is Mace on SmackDown? Is he there next week? You've never been to the edge, like Gino and I. I compl- of course, I know exactly what he's saying, and you sound as confused
2: as Gino during a job interview. During this, <laughs> that's true. I'm so confused by. Well, it, I just never know where it goes. And yes, I hear the depress the depression. But again, I'm going to use Gino's word. Again, it's what you like. Like Kevin, we do this, and like we we do it well, and we have it. And then I'm curious, like when Gino's in these moods, like what, what does he do to get out of it? Like, what? Well, I, here's
3: the problem. I, I don't know that Gino knows how to get out. I know how to get out, and we can't, Gino. Like, it all starts with our nutrition, it all starts with what we're putting in our bodies. That affects our moods in ways split we can.
4: Slipmaster Sexy are not... says, oh. Gino, did they invite you to grandma's or did you not want to go?
5: Can you guys, split. I'll actually answer that, Gino. Uh, it wasn't that they, again, I could have gone, but I felt like it wouldn't be, again, I wanted to, but I felt like, I yeah, I know why I, I talked to Gino that
3: night and I said, I know I wouldn't have gone either. He didn't have to tell me nothing. Right. You know, it was all unspoken and I knew. Yep. You completely see, understood. See, I knew I was right. I was kind of guessing until just now because we're the same person, Gino and I, and Gino, I, we, this fucking food pyramid is all kayfabe. We got worked. Uh, and now, and we go to fucking Walmart, and the first thing we see is candy. The last thing we see is candy. Gino's got Velveeta coming out of his ears. We need to get our kitchen in line, our nutrition in line, and everything else will fall into place. But we're weak. I'm weak, ladies I have McDonald's all over my desk
2: again. Oh, you—the relapse for McDonald's is constant. And It happens because it's delicious food, but. Yeah, and that, that is weird because you were on a roll of, like, all these – I was jealous of you. You were eating way better than me over here. You had the the foodie. Like, I got my air fryer oven, and I made so much chicken today. It was incredible. I got four lunches ready to rock. I'm so excited about my new air fryer.
3: You Mark. need to help me with that. How, I don't know how to meal prep. I bought, like, a 12-pack of meal prep containers. They all end up growing mold in the sink. I don't, you got to wash them and shit. Like, then they, or they stay in the fridge for 45 days and grow mold. It's like I, – I can't
2: manage my life or at least my food and it's like ruining every other aspect of existence. Well, today, especially for me, holy shit, I I wasn't feeling well today. I was feeling a little Gino-ish. I was just tired. I was just worn out, and I thought, I need some food for energy. Come home, there's like nothing. So I'm thinking, do I have enough time to air fry chicken? I do not. I'll just have these leftover enchiladas, which are not good. And then I'm at work, and, you know, uh, Tuesdays I work till 6.30. Around 4, not even 4, around 3, I'm like, I'm tired. I need something to eat. And all I had, Pop tarts. Those are not good for you. And I was just thinking I need to hard boil some fucking eggs and I need to pre I need to cook some chicken. So now I'm like so excited to go to work tomorrow. I got 10 ounces of chicken and four hard boiled eggs ready to roll. I'm so excited. It's healthy, Kevin, that quits smoking weed every time it
3: happens. Like if I'm able to keep my nutrition in line, I'll be able to get rid of the main expensive vice, which would help. But I ain't I can't go a day without uh, medication. With this McDonald's poison flowing through me. And it sucks that I know it and can't fix it. And then we just had Christmas. I bought me two months of McDonald's the other day. Ugh, so, but see, we have to have discipline. And that's what uh,
2: we Americans lack, fleeties. No, for, well, and we even brought it up last night with all these anti-vape commercials. It's There are no anti-McDonald's commercials. It really is just hammered into you that you should order a pizza plus another pizza. Like, you should get a triple treat box. Look how much fun a triple treat box is. You, Everyone's fat-phobic if they don't like fat people. Like, we're being told <laughs> it's okay to eat these foods. And, it, yeah, we shouldn't be living this lifestyle. It should be a lot more focused on like there was one day when I was at work where I was about to get another pop tart and there was a kind bar for like 5 bucks and <laughs> I and I just in my head I the pop tarts a dollar the kind bar was 5 and I'm like this is the most expensive fucking kind bar in the world but I thought, you know what? I'm going to feel better if I eat it. So I bought a $5 fucking Kind Bar, and I felt great afterwards. But I did feel like that was a waste of money. I need to buy these Kind Bars in bulk. Or mm-hmm. money
3: is a huge part of it, too. Like, yeah. And it should be when I'm ordering DoorDash or Grubhub. But I'm, my mind is like, I have a year free of annual plus. <laughs> so like, I'm saving all these fees. I'm like, I'm making... Uh, you know, I, uh, a, an addict will tell themselves they're making the right decision. That's what it is, Gino. We're addicts. We're stuck on this fucking sugar poison that's killing us. We don't know what our heart looks like, Vleaties. I bet mine looks like shit. They're distracting us with vape commercials. The most harmless thing in our lives. But Vleeties, I I I only know how to make meatballs. Like that's the other thing. I'll just forget like food I knew how to make. Like a, a year later, I'll be like, oh yeah, I used to make grilled cheese. <laughs> Not that, but <laughs> something possibly
2: healthy. We're sure. Prisoners. sure. Yeah. All the time. That's free. Like even just something as simple. I made pork chops as well tonight. That was the actual dinner. And then after that, I said meal prep time because it was like, I could just throw these things in the air fryer and they're literally unbelievably easy. I could watch NXT talk to my dad and air fry food all at once. Gino, Gino, who's winning braun breaker, Tommaso titles on the line. before I went to
3: Australia, I was drinking nothing but water for at least two years. It was all water daily burn. And I was a healthy man. Then it, we were drinking regular soda for months. I became a smoker in Australia. That's I just true. became like the worst things. I'm surprised I didn't pick up vodka. Like I don't know how I I dodged, dodged the alcoholism. I just filled everything else. So now I need to go get the soda out. Gino, you too. Gino, can we get rid of soda?
5: That's what I'm slowly trying to work on. It's difficult because I do feel like I'm addicted to caffeine or because every time when. Headache. I do put it into my system after like days after I do feel like a headache because that I feel because like I've grown a dependency
3: to it. It's good. If you know that feeling, cause is a big thing about Gino and I's life too, is when you take the McDonald's out, like Quiggly in the chat, uh, if you want to eat right, Grubhub can't be in the equation. And yeah, we want to eat right. But our body, like what the fuck was I just, I, I was just about to say something so important. And then I read Quiggly's thing, thinking I almost
2: lost it. Like, what the fuck was I going to say, Gino? What was I saying? Was well, it about your fast food addiction? Because I've heard you tell stories of like your stomach hurting. Like I just need to eat uh, Carl's Jr. now. See, I felt like I was about to say that, but then it
3: sounded immature. It was a greater point to really drive it home that made it sound less like a five-year-old who wants a, a cookie. Angelica on Rugrats and she's just going to throw a fit till she gets it.
2: But it might just be that at its core. We were talking about soda. Well, there's, the- a, there's absolutely a convenience. Though. Like, even for us, like, you know, it's with just on the way home from work. It's okay. I just worked all day. I'm I going to go in the cook. I didn't put anything in the crock pot. So, yeah, it's just easier to say, you know, it'll make me happy, not only because the food's going to be delicious. Oh, well, yeah, that's okay, ladies. I got the point back. There we go. It is that, but this is a personalized
3: version that I think we all have. So, uh, Gino and I's day without that order doesn't have – Any fun, to put it simply. We don't go out. We don't go have experiences. We don't, like, have a, and if we went out, we'd spend more money. So we are saving money, not going to the bar and having a social experience. By sacrificing our social life, we're saving money getting McDonald's every day. It's expensive to live like you, ladies. All your friends patting each other on the back with your dinner potties. I know you're all sharing the check, and you're picking it up most of the time. So, and then our life, it's like, it's an event in our life to eat our French fries with our salt on them. We got this jolt in our mind like we just went on a roller coaster because everything else we're doing is sitting here doing stuff we like, but ultimately nothing.
2: No, and hey, look, I spent $40 on gas today, and I know you and Gino aren't doing that. I mean, it's, it's pretty frequent where I'm spending extra money on certain things. Yeah,
3: please tell you know me orders that is. It's only $14 <laughs> an order on my Grubhub Plus. That's two triple cheeseburgers and a two cheeseburger meal add mayo to everything. Large, ladies, Diet Coke, because I'm on a diet, kind of. So, <laughs> ladies, that's like, you
2: spent $40 in gas. That's three orders. Yes. Like, that's the thing is there is a lot of expenses and just being out and doing this life, car payments, car insurance, like all of that stuff. It just adds up so quick. So, yes, I agree. This None of this is going to help Gino. Gino's going to go, he's right there's a lot of money and I don't have it. I'm going to stay here. And bleeding right when
3: I'm done with it. I'm like, I'm not getting that tomorrow. This, what the fuck? <laughs> that was disgusting. Like totally. I'm going to get tomatoes tonight and I have bacon already and I'm going to get water and ice. I'm out of ice. That's why I can't drink water. I have to get soda. So <laughs> like it's afterwards you think you're going to be all powerful forever. I don't need it again. And then the next day you, you don't know the feeling when it's coming and you're looking at the map and you're like, My, you could smell the fries Oh my God, this one's gonna be here in only 21 minutes. The fries are gonna be molten lava. It's, They're gonna, the salt is gonna be melting. Like, and even when it
2: shows up cold, it gives
3: me the same jolt. So I don't even care.
2: No, it's the moment of clarity. Yeah. It's even, even like when you're, when, when Gino and I are touching and you're like, what am I even, once you're done, you're like, what am I even watching? Like, what happened here? Like, you just become a normal person again. So it's the same way when you're hungry. Yeah. You're like, I just need to eat something now. I better eat these Pop Tarts. Then you eat the Pop Tart and you're, immediately now you just ate it you're like why did i fucking eat that i can't take it back i mean i could go purge in this bathroom at work but then everyone's gonna. you know it's so
3: important for you to know that you we can beat it though i've done it before don't listen to quigley you can't wean off it has to be cold you that's gino's problem everything's a little bit at a time and he's never going to make progress you need to do the food thing all at once because the second you
5: have one cheat day you fucked do it (laughs) now gino tonight (laughs) <laughs> well, here's the thing. Food, I'm slowly starting to get okay with it. Slowly. Right now, you're not I've even close. Just... <laughs> Tell me. Right now, what actually, diet. yeah. Food-wise, yeah. Because right What'd now, what I've been doing the past it, two days. Because you don't know what I've been eating. The past two no, days. Tell us what, been like,
2: what you've been eating. You look like The past shit. two
5: days, I've just been having life cereal every fucking meal three times a day. Yeah, for see, you're a, a retard. Days.
3: This is the shit I used to do,
5: Bleeding. The first time I lost weight, all I ate was ham and cheese sandwiches.
3: And it was like two pieces of bread, 55 calories, one slice of ham, one slice of cheese. This is working. You're a fucking retard. You got to eat healthy. Life cereal. You don't just hold one thing in your head and count the calories of it. One time I tried to eat tortilla chips as a diet. Oh, I'm going to have tortilla chips for all day. And all I had was this. Many. No, it doesn't work. You're killing yourself. Your body needs shit. And you're going to give yourself cancer. You're going to you make yourself unhealthy in other ways. Don't eat just life cereal and think you did a good job.
5: Listen, it's life cereal and about a gallon of water it every day. cereal I mean, for you, buddy. It's called life cereal, cereal,
2: Kevin. It's clearly cereal. the most important cereal they make. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's, it's in the exactly
5: name. Really good.
3: It's good for you and good. I just realized that his joke has been trolled. God damn it, he got me again.
5: It also is life cereal. That's life cereal actually is really good, by the way. Shut it.
4: Malachi Black says, Gino, get a fucking job, you lazy fuck.
3: <laughs> He's like, I had 1% milk. Yeah, it doesn't. You, you need some fucking orange juice too. Have orange juice, have a yogurt. Have a fucking. Listen, you don't apple. need
5: orange juice. You don't need that sugar.
3: Stuff. No, you, you don't need, need orange juice, but Nothing. have a yogurt. Have a yogurt in an orange. Have a water in an orange instead of a soda. Ice water this is the shit we got to do. We got to pile up on ice. When that water is basically frozen, it's better than soda. Parts my made
4: in more. Japan says you're doing amazing, Gino.
5: Aiko, you're a nurse. You know better. <laughs> That's sorry. the she used to support this. Unlike people like Nate, who's trying to just be negative, just bring this negativity. <laughs>
2: Telling you to so get a job is positive. a
5: negative. <laughs> Tell- Nathan just saying it in a negative way. That's his toe and his neck. We need oh positivity. My
2: That's my favorite thing in the world, I think. You don't know what I've been eating. Life cereal. Okay, Gino, Tommaso Champa. We're, we're wrapping this up. Who's winning? Braun Breaker, right?
5: Braun Breaker's going to win their- Building up 2.0. Choppa's gonna get released, and so is that. Release Run,
2: up of the wind, ladies This guy
3: is NX. A- this is my analyst voice. This guy <laughs> is 2.0. Oh,
2: okay.
3: By the way, I've been thinking, bleedies. I think this I know we're late here. That you have a heart out in 13 minutes. Uh this NXP 2.0. I we looked at it as all these conscious decisions to be different. What if it's just like you were talking about how it's the same as Raw? What if it's just all these idiots can do? So, when you give them black and gold, this is just what it's going to look like every fucking time. They didn't really sit down and have as many marketing meetings as we thought. They just know how to make this fucking lifeless, soulless product, and they'll turn anything into that if they touch it.
2: Definitely. That's why I felt like the vibe of tonight's, uh, the whole show just felt like it was a more raw. It was just raw after a raw. And I know SmackDown's better. So it really, I don't know what, is it Heyman? What is it? Why is SmackDown? Be- and maybe it's not. Maybe it's just that one, maybe just the Roman and Brock stuff is so it, good. It's
3: going to be just Roman and Brock. They really, with the brand split, is get, someone's going to suffer. And we know what brand has the, the IPs that count. But ladies, think back to One Night Stand 05. That was amazing. 06 was amazing. And that kind of created this image in our head that WWE knows what we like and they can make it. But what they did is they just hired the contractors that knew how to do it, right? Like, you know, TNA was just WCW guys. Wasn't One Night Stand made by ECW production people? We had Joey Styles. Paul Heyman is the showrunner. ECW matches. The cameras looked a little weaker. I, maybe the bubble didn't even touch
2: that production. I think Shane was in charge, too.
3: Well, so Shane, I think
5: Shane like, he brought Heyman in.
2: Yeah, they, they wanted to have Heyman in charge of a lot of it because the DVD was so successful. So I know that Heyman did have... I mean, he wore the headset on the first... And the first one, I don't know if that was just a gimmick, but he he came out and that was his show. Him and Vince had the handshake and they said this was his show. And uh, when you looked at that second one, it did have more WWE thumbprints on it, but it was still, holy shit, we're going to have Cena lose this belt to an ECW guy on the ECW show. Edge is going to have a motorcycle helmet. Like there was just a lot yeah. of that. Both of those shows were so good. And, they, and it happened. Like I was even listening to something to wrestle with. Where they were talking about uh, Daniel Bryan winning the belts at WrestleMania thirty and just saying how sometimes you just the fans gotta get what they want and the opening match where Debry beats Triple H the triple threat match where he beats Batista and Orton, we're celebrating doing yes chance, even though it did feel a little late. It was still like finally we got to see Debry have that moment. And we he- fought so hard for him, and it's because now
3: we know him. He didn't fight for himself. He doesn't care about a main event, a mania like Punk. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about winning a belt. Like So we were sitting there like, this is our guy, and he's just laughing at the chance. We saw him laugh at the chance we were doing with Triple H in the ring. But also, ladies, that thing I said about One Night Stand, we had WWECW to prove that the bubble didn't touch One Night Stand. If the bubble made One Night Stand the first one, it would have been December to dismember, and Heyman <laughs> would have got himself fired that night. So it's just heartbreaking to think that every great thing WWE ever did was a tooth and nail fight or not even them. Stone Cold didn't get to just be Stone Cold. They were editing him out. He had to fight for it. He had to talk to Vince himself. My promo's all I got. Shawn Michaels getting shit when he was a gay character. Not even edgy. Pulling his pants down a little. He had to fight with his agents of yesteryear to do his moves and shit. Get his matches how he wants them. Anything good. Has always been not the WWE in a fight, and everything else has been them and shitty. Percy Watson, <laughs> your hurt business and
2: shit. No, and that's a great point with WWE CW because we all, like, just from what, like, we all anticipated they're going to bring back ECW. And that's what we were told, that's what was advertised. And then you hear Bruce on these interviews saying, Well, no, we wanted it to. You, we look as WWE. We looked at ECW as a developmental territory for our stars. That's why we. They were on our payroll. They were a developmental brand. So we were going to have our stars come from OVW, get them on TV. Like this is their weird. That's what you guys were selling us. You did not tell us that at all. Like that's. And I think that's where the bubble does get so convoluted and so confusing. Where. It's that we're so led down this one way and we think things are going to be so great. We think Survivor Series brand versus brands are going to be fun. And it just, once they get their fingerprints on it, they're like, oh, we did not realize that you guys wanted, you guys wanted this or that. We and were doing it because And what saying of lately is like, it's,
3: I, well, I've been saying it's too glossy or 4K. And I realized, no, the resolution's fine. It's just that it's a child show. It's too much of a cartoon. Yes. Everyone's voice is an over-the-top sketch voice. No scenario could ever happen in real life. No conversation would ever happen in real life. I mean, and I guess it's a kid. We've been saying that for years, too. I'm always on both sides. We we knew when we were kids, we would have loved it. It didn't change. We did. But yeah, I did change. And I think Tony Khan is proving wrestling could have stayed good. Like, Like in 98, remember that four years it was good? It could have stayed that way longer, and we got lied to. Vince Russo wasn't the problem. Vince Russo didn't need the filter. Vince McMahon did. Vince Russo was the filter. The whole world's backwards, Bleedies. And we have AEW now, though.
2: Well, and you can make, like, even AEW, which is for the demo, you know, it's got to be 18 to 49, but I think kids would still enjoy that. Like, I don't think that it's exclusive to, oh, well, WWE is the one for kids, and they might market it a certain way, and they have more backpacks on sale at Target, but it it just still feels like, as far as a product overall, storyline overall, characters overall, right now, AEW just feels more fun to watch. you right. I was a kid in the Attitude Era, and I loved it
3: because the show was good. Yeah. Like, it, like, this is the same thing with the globally local diversity stuff. People in India will still like the show if it's merit-based and if we have the best talent with the best promos and matches and the best writers, not just these fucking retards looking for a stepping stone to a sitcom one day. These entry-level writers that hate it. You, you saw Bobby Ashley. So, yeah, we could put on a good show. Diversity can happen naturally if we get some good talent out of India on that platform. And guess what? Even if it's not diverse, well, the people are still going to love it. It was at its biggest when it was D- a bunch of white guys in DX. All the <laughs> black guys were in one stable back then, Vladis, and it made sense.
2: Yeah, and, and they they feuded with each other, and it was a lot of fun. And that's I do look at it now as it is. There is a lot of forced diversity, especially on WWE right now. But it just the show isn't good. It's not they don't advertise like what's gonna happen later on in the night. Like even two thousand two, two thousand three Ron SmackDown would have those fun graphics of Brock Lesnar flexing in motion and then it would freeze like still to come tonight on SmackDown. Like they don't do that at all anymore because I don't think they know. There's there's no plan. It's just we got to have three hours. We're obligated to do this, and people seem to like it anyway. Uh, can't... And it's almost like there's no plan because there has to be one. We have to
3: fit <laughs> these 15-minute blocks in. We have to hit the break here. And like It can't go back. I'm convinced the machine can't go back because if a natural conversation happened in a promo on our TV, they would hate it. And it's not just Vince. It's like these, this is his whole fucking mafia crew. They want. They write every word because they want every word to mean something like to them to promote something or tell this part. Or, and it's like, no, sometimes there's some useless lines in an actual conversation. Sometimes you got to get your mind back, like, because you're thinking on the spot. So you throw out a bullshit line and then you get back. Like with, with Eddie Kingston yelling at CM Punk, not every line is like, you, you don't know every syllable, right. but this bubble needs that. They're, they're timing the show by it. They're t- they're scripting it by the minute, by the promo. And you can't just take that out and be like, all right, go here you go. You got eight minutes. Or can you? Will, will black and gold be that way again when Triple H returns?
2: <laughs> I sure. Well, I, I hope so. I doubt it. Right now we're going to deal with NXT 2.0. And we're also going to deal with uh, six-man tag, Kevin. Gino, you're excited for this. Walter's back. Walter from Imperium. He was on the big screen tonight. What did he say, Gino? I was, I was in the air fryer. Did he say anything important?
5: I don't recall exactly what he said. I think it was just about how the mat is sacred and that he's going to show that he is still the ring general.
2: That did he actually say that, or are you just guessing? Are you writing for him because that seems like something that they, that just seems like something he would have to say? Like this you know, ring you is sacred. Out in the middle of your sentence too. I, I heard him trail off, ladies. I'm sorry. No,
3: the ring no, is I'm sacred. I was preparing because that's all. Oh, he it's rolled away. Everywhere. That's what happened. All right, he's back. Yeah. He just rolled back. He couldn't stop the wheelchair. Sorry, ladies.
5: Yes, that's all I was. I was confused. Like that's all I can remember. Because again, that was just the bullet points they do. They're gonna have the six man tag. He's still the ring general. Of the back to sacred. That's it's the trios
2: match, Gino. <laughs> yes, the, and, and Imperium. in this, Imperium's gonna win. There's no way that uh, the Stoners are gonna get the big W over Walter returning to the states, right, Gino?
5: Yeah, Riddle's gonna get fucking pinned by Walter. It's gonna be awesome.
2: Kevin is. Wal- is Walter gonna pin Riddle? Did you hear that?
3: No chance. Uh, Walter only loses to vanilla midgets riddle is a legitimate he's
2: going to beat orton soon he's not going to lose to walter <laughs> walter's putting nash carter we all know it nash carter cut his hair he looks ridiculous he's taking the fall from volter so that's how that one ends roddy strong cruiserweight champion feeds uh, with your boy malcolm Pilvins. And they're taking on Carmelo Hayes, North American champion with Trick Daddy, Trick Williams, unifying the belts, getting rid of the Cruiserweight Championship one more time, which I guess means Carmelo Hayes wins, right? How does it work, Gino? Is a unification for this, like the winner gets rid of the other belt? Do they pick?
5: How does that work? It's winner-take-all, cruiserweight belt's gone. Yeah, right.
2: Kevin, that's obviously what we're doing here. We're getting rid of the, the little guy belt. This is this is WWE, all right? Nobody less than six foot.
5: God forbid
3: you forget a line in your script. You got cut like Rhea Ripley for a month. <laughs> Sorry, please. I'm still talking about the other thing. Yeah, what the hell happened to Swerve? That was my NWA North, no, North American champion. I added a syllable, JT. Uh, I loved Swerve. He had these great raps. That Hit Row ruined him on the main roster. (laughs) Now we have Swerve Light. This guy
2: doesn't even rap anymore, this new guy. Amazing point because I do see a lot of just the same gimmick as far as Trick. Trick Williams came out, and I was seeing this from a distance. Gino, I was in the air fryer. I don't know if I told you. And I saw this on the phone across the kitchen, and I thought it was Swerve because Carmelo wasn't talking. It was Trick. And Trick is talking, and he's got the same haircut as Chris Bay and his swerve. So I'm thinking, who the hell is talking right now? Because even Malcolm was like, well, I guess our opponents couldn't show up tonight. And then out comes swerve. Swerve. So I thought it was swerve, but it wasn't. However, Carmelo's winning this match.
5: Yes, Carmelo's going to win this match. And I'm just, since you keep bringing him up and I I miss him and I'm looking forward to wherever Shane Strickland goes, I'm so excited for him to come back.
3: Carmelo's winning this match. we got a crowbar appearance after. You'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Pies on night, Gino. Big night coming up.
2: Gino, this is going to be huge. I can't wait for, for your boy Shane Strickland to uh to hit the indies once again he's all elite right Ke- Poor kevin kids is are just as bright and just as talented as white kids kevin he's all elite you're the you're the aew aficionado right
3: i know sean strickland the ufc fighter who's like racist and misogynist but shane strickland isn't that guy the piece of shit from trent's knee pad?
2: yes he oh he's so all elite he's gonna fit perfectly in with the best friends i think that's exactly where he goes or to shane taylor productions and ring of honor
3: Oh, ladies, He's the new Malachi black guy. He just got knighted. And did you know the mafia, when they make a guy, they put a sword on the table. and they I don't know why I'm talking like that. And they prick <laughs> fingers. And there's blood involved. And they light a card on fire. And you're going to rub the fire in your hands to put the card out. Like, it's this whole sadistic old war, old world uh, ritual.
2: That sounds terrifying. And I have not heard that. I don't want to hold anything on fire, especially a, a card. We got to do something like that. I think we should. I think that'll be Gino's. Uh, that's how we, we we blood him in. That's how we blood you in, Gino. Flaming car. First one. We're gonna try it on you. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be the first one we do. Speaking of flaming uh, tables, Cora Jade, Raquel Gonzalez, Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose is not losing this belt this quickly. Kevin, I don't care what uh, your boy. Darby says Cora is not going to b- take the belt off of Mandy Rose. I've been on Discord. I've been seeing this
3: uh, Mandy Rose in a bikini. I don't know if that's what you call it because this one's shaped different. It's and it's not like that Scarlett Bordeaux picture I posted where her hairs are bikini ladies. You can see some of her nipples there. Scarlet Bordeaux is the only 10 in wrestling besides Maria seven years ago before the kids. Scarlet Bordeaux is a 10 ladies, because of her face. I don't care about bodies. I'm not shallow like you. Sorry, I'm getting through my routine. My, working on my, st- my open mic. You think wrestling fans go going to open mics in Vegas? What were we talking about, ladies? Of course, Corey Jade's going to win. No, hold on. Right now, we're still in the thick of 2.0, ladies. Don't think it's going to be forever, though. I think 2.0 started with a war with black and gold because they know this 2.0 is just till Triple H is off his you know, vacation. Shawn Michaels said Triple H hates being away. But while he's away, we're going to have this. Black and gold will come back. He will be in charge of this again. And then Cora Jade's going to get a makeover, and that might be her time. She needs more time to mature. I saw her promo to that flat-chested dyke, Raquel Gonzalez. uh, This uh, Cora Jade doesn't have the sprinkles yet.
2: No, no sprinkles. Just a skateboard that she rides for 20 feet. She's really good at it. Gino, don't tell me Raquel's going to win.
5: I I want Raquel to win so bad I want her to win because she is black and gold. She is NXT, but yes, I feel Mandy's winning.
2: Mandy's black and gold? She wasn't tough enough. She was before it was black
5: she and didn't gold. She then went to Raw and SmackDown and became part of Mandy's Donuts and now is NXT.
3: In so a lot of ways, she's the, if well, Braun Breaker's the face of 2.0, but Mandy's that
2: female face, huh? She defined it the first night. No, she's the one when you're watching Raw. They have the commercials with her on them. If you're on Instagram, she's the one they're always posting. She's definitely their favorite in NXT 2.0. She's a brunette now, Gino. It's a whole different person.
5: Yes, she's a different person, even though she still keeps on supporting her whole Doing it with her and Sonya.
3: Gino, I'm starting to think you're going to look worse skinny. You know? So like <laughs> You're going to be like Perez Hilton. Like, Just stay fat, dude.
5: I do feel like naturally I'm going to be good like bigger and if i'm smaller i will look like awkward yeah.
3: see then, this is what he tells himself so he doesn't have to diet ladies
2: he is dieting kevin eats life cereal in a gallon of water what's <laughs> wrong with you that's,
5: that's not <laughs>
2: that's not gonna expand in his stomach and make him unbelievably bloated okay he's gonna feel great after eating that multiple times a day all right <laughs> ladies, when you wrap mark up and drop him in the water cut his stomach
3: open so the gases don't make him float to the top
2: Oh, that's actually, is that what they do? That sounds terrifying. Is that in the Matrix? One guy guy didn't and got caught for it. Sorry. Oh, God. That sounds so horrific and so real. Like, that just seems like people had to do that enough to find out. Like, no, you got to cut the belly, you fucking retard. It
3: is (laughs) always weird when you're hearing an awesome mafia story. Then they get to the part where they have to cut up a body.
2: (laughs) And they just talk about it normal. Yeah,
3: then I put his head under that mailbox and I put his legs over here. It's like wasn't that part hard? Like I, I guess when you're you're made, they know you can do that already.
2: Yeah, see this is all part of it. Once you're made, they assume that you took cutting guts 101 and they they know that you know how to make these things work out. So I really like the prison stories ladies. ADX Supermax in
3: Denver. You got to hear yeah. Sammy the Bull, not related to Gino the Bull, no relation. Uh Sammy different families Vleetis. Huh? Sammy the Bull was an underboss. He had to he was in uh Basically, what's it called? Not uh, not solitude. Oh, (laughs) isolation. (laughs) He was in the isolation for over a year. But he went to the Supermax for a few months. And that's the worst. There's a hole in the hole. If you're bad in the hole, they fucking put you on a concrete slab naked. And they chain your legs and your, your ankles and your wrists. And you have to shit and piss on that slab in that position. They hose you
2: off every few hours. So
3: you don't want to get put in the hole that's in the hole.
2: That sounds terrifying and horrific and also sadomasochistic. That sounds actually kind of interesting. I'm going to listen to to this, Guantanamo Bay. They give you a fucking three-course meal. These terrorists
3: are living life like mafia used to live in jail. Now we worship these fucking, uh, what are they called? The inbreds there, the Pakistanis. Terrorists. Sammy the Bull strapped to
2: a concrete slab. We're not allowed to play slipknot for the terrorists anymore because it's it's cruel and unusual. And for some reason, even though they want to destroy America, they have American constitutional rights. Yeah, they have personal showers and shit in their cell. And then we have
3: Americans in the ADX Supermax getting treated like garbage. Gino, you're gonna go to jail one day, man. It's gonna change you.
5: It will change me, but I ain't going to jail anytime soon, man.
3: You know, you keep you keep using that upskirt mirror, you're gonna go to jail.
5: Gino. What upskirt mirror do you, you know, know? the
3: one attached to your wheelchair? A little extender comes out? we It's a loud extender. You got to oil it up like your wheels. We hear you coming a mile away with that upskirt camera,
5: Mira. <laughs> yeah, and I got nothing like that. You have no idea what I might have. You got a that.
3: toilet cam too, buddy. No, and that's does. for your mother, you sicko.
2: No wonder you can't go to Grandma's. Why didn't you go to grandma? We hit the heart out. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for coming in. And Kevin, we're back tomorrow, immediately following Dynamite. I Did they announce anything that's happening on it? I have not heard any peeps from our friend TK. Ladies, winter is coming. We're going to have Sting show
3: up, CM Punk's debuting. Daniel Bryan's taking a tooth. This is going to be the best night ever. None of that fucking Nikki Ash gooba shit. No more fucking hurt business killing time.
2: MVP ain't the best part of Wednesdays. Isn't that weird that we actually, like, we do watch Nikki Ash on Mondays, and then on Wednesdays, we're like, fuck all that. Like, I forgot even any of that existed. Like, I'm so excited to see your friend Wheeler Yuda. I'm excited to see my friend Jungle Boy. Hopefully Christian's there. This is going to be the best Dynamite of 2021. It's going Wheeler's in the said where you want to go, but what about Christian real quick? I was on a message board. <laughs> And I I was on Twitter, and
3: someone said Christian's AEW run was a failure, and I agreed. All these replies disagreed. They said he pinned Kenny Omega. No one did that. He was the Impact champion. And like they said all this stuff I forgot he did, so was his run better than Zack Ryder's AEW
2: run? No, he's I I would say Christian's AEW run is a failure. But, but the main reason for that is is because he does show up and he has this oh he's going to he has the stare down with Kenny, but once that happened, once he had the two matches with Kenny, that's it. So yeah, if his AEW run is two matches, he could have done part-timer shit in WWE and had the same amount of success. Cuz now he's just Jungle Boy's mentor which it kind of felt like if he would have went to Impact, if he would have went to WWE, he wouldn't be saddled with this weird gimmick of mentor. How did he, Is that what he wanted to do with it? I'm having this epic return. Like, What if Edge was just sort of like Chad Gable's mentor? They got to start calling
3: Jungle Boy the rookie like NXT too. I mean, it's so formulaic like that. Matt Hardy has his rookies. And now I think Jungle Boy is the most apt one to be called that. By the way, forget that on-call shit. I'm here next week, fleeties. I figured it out. I know when Gino can speak, and I know when he can't
2: now. We we've mastered it. It only took what one try. We're the best. We figured this whole thing out. We're like yeah. Steven Larson and the Legacy Tron. What was the other guy you liked, Gino?
5: I forgot what their third guest was. That kind was of like their awesome producer. They used for their live streams.
2: Who's third guest? Well, no, you you brought up they actually. They
5: have a third guy now. They have like three guys. You mean That's the? En- like a guest. You're talking Steve about Larson. the. En- you're talking about the enforcer. DC he called the enforcer?
2: Yes, he is, Gino. I don't like that I know that, but I, you brought up somebody named Legacy Tron or something. New Legacy. Yeah, New Legacy Inc. Legacy Tron's better. Kevin, I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow on Legacy Tron. Gino, I mean, Vladius, why'd I call you Gino? please <laughs> I'm going to play Gwent for about 17 hours,
3: dude. I am on a roll. Battle pass level 49. I was level like 12 yesterday. I'm sick in the head. My decks are better than ever. My mind is going to be fucking carved out of steel tomorrow from Gwent.
2: Oh, well, you go and have your Gwent night, my friend. Gino, you also go play Gwent. Keep Kevin company. Get your next-gen system. I know how
5: important it is to you. Yeah, eventually will, man. I'm looking forward to next weekend. Also this Friday with me and Kevin. But next week, we're going to be hopefully running down hard to kill since you might be there that Saturday night.
2: Holy shit. Is that that soon? I will definitely not be there if it's that soon. Have a good night. We're
3: picking it Friday. Sorry, please. <laughs> My heart out's in about 20 minutes, though, so you better hurry up. Uh, Gino, we're picking it Friday. SmackDown's third hour, please. We need a video podcast feed for you. 2022 is going to be big. This is going to be the year we stop paying up. We're gonna, like you guys to each other, you know?
2: We're going to create Deadlock Pro Wrestling and this is going to be our year. <laughs> Kevin, thanks for sitting in. Gino, thank you. I love you guys so much. Love you too, bro. That's Kevin. That's Kevin. That's Gino. Those are my heroes. Like A lot of people are like, who's your hero? And people are like, The Rock. I kind of hate The Rock now. I like Gino, and I like Kevin, and I like Rizzo. I like Spliff Mass. I like OG JFC. I like JT. I like Dakota. I like Zayna. I like Cassidy. I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for coming in and hanging out. We went as long as I thought we were going to go, so that's perfect. Uh, make sure you get this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast. Hearts made in
4: Japan says, fuck you, too. Vale hey,
2: times. Ayako, I wasn't done yet. I love Ayako the most. She's number one on all of this. Uh, this is a huge weekend for IACO. Go blue, all right? Just throw that out there now. I will be rooting my ass off for the maze blue. You guys have yourself a fun and safe weekend. I'll see you tomorrow for the whole fucking show. Have a good night, everybody. Membership fees apply after free trial.
0: Cancel any Hi, it's Carl Deichler, CEO of Beachbody, and I'm giving away 10,000 free memberships a week to try our amazing Beachbody Fitness and Nutrition app. Pick any program and just follow it step-by-step, like 21 Day Fix, Insanity, P90X, T25, and Pio. These programs really work, and this is your one chance to try them for free. Go to beachbodyfree.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great
1: hurry in during ram truck month where you'll find jd power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021 and right now get zero percent financing for 72 months on the 2022 ram 1500 Lone star for 2021 jd power award information visit jdpower.com awards not compatible with any other offer zero percent apr financing for 72 months equal 1389 per month for 1000 finance for well-qualified buyers through chrysler capital regardless of down payment not all buyers will qualify see dealer for details offer ends 5222